makes more sense than just having something that can flip up, flip up like that. And I don't think that any of us should be digging with our with our our screws. I mean, it just doesn't seem right. Um, the question I have is this, and I was really amazed by it. I figured everybody would be using the largest uh, club head they could on, on the tour because they have access to everything. Right. The average isn't even 400 cc's. I think 400 cc's is fine. but And I'm still kind of wondering why 460 is the limit. Who cares? Make it 800 for all I care. How's that going to drastically change? You know what the average on tour last year was for fairways hit? The average, tour average. Uh, I had no idea. 64%. It's not bad, but it's not 80. <laughs> you know? So these guys have the best of everything. They have they have their clubs tweaked to exacting specifications with amazing talent, and they're only hitting fairways 64% of the time. Right. By the way, one other... Uh, one other product that's coming out that I think is kind of interesting, I can't wait to see it at the show, is Callaway's coming out with a new golf ball. Right. That's going to have six dimples larger than the rest of the day. Yeah. I'm going to try those. I got to see that. I'm anxious to see how's that going to putt. And I got a, I got a box of these prototype Bridgestone B330s. I see uh, Stuart Appleby's using them. He's got them on his visor now, you know, the name. Yeah. And it's, what I find interesting is this. I was always a big precept guy. Love precept. They're going to call the precept. That's going to be their lower-level ball now. That's only going to be connected to Laddie, and Bridgestone is going to be their high-end line. High line, which yeah. I thought was kind of funny because branding-wise, Bridgestone doesn't have a great name or really no name. Preset right. is the name. Right. So I find that interesting marketing strategy. So let's see how it goes. They, they must know more than we do. All right, uh, 849 of Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. T-Box here. Um, 910. We'll get into why you should really pick up the latest Avid Golfer magazine because somebody near and dear to all our hearts is showcased and prominently uh, exhibited for your eyes only. Exhibited. That's good. Yep. But up next, what are the main things, what are the four or five main stats that you have to be great at to be really good on tour and see if you have any of these in your bag? We'll talk about that next on the ticket. The Ticket Ticker. Sports news and information. The longtime director of college and pro scouting, Larry Lacewell, has announced his retirement. The Ticket Ticker. Lacewell was more or less a scapegoat of recent bad drafts. Every hour at 10, 30, and 50. The Ticket Ticker. The 68-year-old Lacewell may be the first of several to go. The Ticket Ticker. Every 20 minutes. There could be some other changes. Those do happen. Coaches, players, whatever it is, we'll let you know right here on Sports Radio 1310. The Ticket. Breaking Cowboys news first. Guaranteed. Ticket Tickers at 10, 30, and 50 past the hour. This is Sports Radio 1310. The Ticket. All right, folks, it's the new year, and if somebody near and dear to your heart didn't listen to you, didn't listen to your pleadings, get you Direct TV from Disdirect with the free TiVo, then this is their chance for retribution because you can get 70-hour dual-tuner TiVo up to four rooms of DirecTV for nothing. That's free. Nada. Zilch. Absolutely nothing. Plus, you get $50 cash back from DisDirect if you cut the cable. TiVo is the greatest thing in the history of ever. Even my wife loves it. And you can also get with DirecTV if you're a big sports fan. You get all the college and professional sports season passes, NFL Sunday ticket, NBA League pass, MLB extra innings, ESPN full court, 
everything, everything to just drive your wife crazy. But call them up today, 888-834-1999. Four free rooms, DirecTV, free 70-hour duels. Miller Lite presents Mardi Gras, Texas Science. The bees will be flying, the music will be loud, and strictly Texas country. Cross-Canadian Ragweed, Jason Bowen and the Stragglers, Gary Allen, and more. Two days, February 4th and 5th. Buy tickets now at Kroger Food Stores, Gilly's, or online at MardiGrasDSW.com. Mardi Gras, Texas style, presented by Miller Lite. Less selling and half the carbs of Bud Light. Kroger Food Stores and your friendly Vina. You're listening to E-Break Classic. Information staff. Well, they know who he is now. Because a Jasper, Jasper something. Any, any who? Coach. <laughs> <laughs> Jasper. The Jasper. Hey, Barry. Wow. Barry something slip there. They're talking about the Hispanics. Sorry. 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 The Jaspers. That's the Jaspers. Oh. Sorry. All right. 557 here on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. I mean, sometimes I just can't talk. Had those moments was, here this morning. I believe you said the the Jaspers, right? That is a Freudian slip. It is, is what they would call it. No, it's not. I just couldn't say Jasper. Hey, admit that you still bear some grudge against Japan for World War II. You do. They Pearl Harbor, you. They Jap you. Uh, I've come around on them a little bit. Uh, I still think they should have been able to host the Olympics a few years ago. You're listening to E-Break Classic. This, the meltdown on Channel 8 last Sunday night. Scored uh, some big power play goals there and uh, you know, got the tie out of it. Well, we're going back over this way here. Apparently we've got some trouble hooking up uh, Star Center Mike Madonna. Let's come back to him in just a little bit. The Stars uh, do play in Nashville Tuesday night. Then they'll have their next five games in Dallas. Let's keep going here, boys and girls. There's no reason to stop now. The NBA also... Go ahead. Come on. <laughs> we're stopping right here until we figure out what we're doing. We'll take a commercial break. We'll come back. Oh, oh it's so tan. Boy, the audio almost doesn't do it justice. The look on his face is so bitter. <laughs> oh, well, congratulations, yeah. Dale. We'll take and, it down to Channel 8. Uh, you can... <laughs> oh, well, congratulations, yeah. Dale. We'll and, take it down to Channel 8. The savings are big, even by Texas standards. Gunload Handling and Quadra Drive 2, our most advanced four-wheel drive system ever. In fact, it was just named 4x4 of the year by Four Wheel and Off-Road Magazine. And right now, you can get 0% APR financing plus $2,000 bonus cash on Liberty. Or get 0% APR financing plus $1,000 in bonus cash on Jeep Grand Cherokee. Start the year off right. See your Jeep dealer for incredible savings on Jeep vehicles. Bonus cash and financing for qualified buyers when financed through Chrysler Financial. Not all buyers are qualified. Jeep is a registered trademark of Daimler Chrysler. The Ticket. Ticket, ticket. Cowboys make more changes in personnel. Red Lobster brings you the ticker. They fire offensive line coach George Warhawk. He had one year left on his contract. Warhawk joined the Cowboys after the 2003 season. He was with the Arizona Cardinals. The NFL playoffs start today on Sports Radio 1310. The tickets. The early game is the Rams playing the Seahawks. Rams safety Adam Archuleta says Sean Alexander is the man to beat in Seattle. In the National Football League, you can't allow teams to run on you. When they when they have that success, usually the the advantage goes to them. 
we have to stop him. We have to shut him down and, and allow them to make plays in other areas of their game. The late game is between the Jets and the Chargers. Coverage starts at 3 o'clock on Sports Radio 1310. The Lakers beat the Rockets in the NBA last night, 111-104. Both Kobe Bryant and Tracy McGrady donated $1,000 to UNICEF for every point they scored in the game. T-Mac finished with 26 points and Kobe had 27. BJ Singh leads the Mercedes Championship by two strokes. He shot an 8 under 65 to lead the tournament after two rounds. Mike Weir is second at minus 13 and Ernie Els is third. Our next ticket ticker is at 910. Breaking sports news first, guaranteed. I'm Layla, reminding you to remember the time you spend listening to the T-Box. Saturday morning from 8 to 10 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. KTTK Dallas-Fort Worth, KTDK sherman Denison, KTDK Sanger. The T-Bag. 8.55 on the ticket. Good morning. Welcome. You're just waking up to the T-Box. Rick Arnett and Craig Rosengarten. We have a golf magazine. What a good weekend to be playing golf this. Yeah, Jason will have that all-important weather report at 9.15 or 9.10. Quirky weather, too. I hear after this next warm front, it's going to get colder than it did earlier this week. Really? Yeah. Well, get out and play now. Stupid. Uh, 9.10 will give you uh, an ample reason to uh, check out this month's Avid Golfer magazine. should be out on the golf courses and the golf retail stores uh, this weekend. Something near, near, near and dear to our heart is uh, going to be showcased. All right. Um, all right. So, I've been really into this shot link system that the PGA Tour has been putting out. Well, you have. You've become a stat junkie. Well, I like it because, and I'm wondering if I was a, if I was a PGA Tour player, how much I'd look into it. A lot of the players say they don't look at it at all. I think they're all full of crap. I think it's just like, uh, uh, pro athletes that don't listen to sports talk radio. Yeah. I mean, that's a bunch of bunk too. Right. So they have a, just, 250 different categories. Again, you, they can they can get it down to the point where do you get up and down from eight feet or less off the green? Uh, you get how close do you get in the left from the left rough or the right rough? And you know how do you, how how good are you from 200 yards out versus 100 yards out versus 75 yards out? I mean, how many? It's just crazy. But there's allegedly five categories that um, will make or break you. If you want to be good on tour, finish top five, top six in the money list. And those are birdie average, par breakers, par five scoring average, par five birdie percentage, and going for the green. Now, when I said earlier that this could cause a crimp in the pace of play at public courses, there's nothing worse than watching a guy that has absolutely no chance of getting to a par five and two waiting to get to a par five and two. (laughs) Yeah. So invariably, you wait too long, and then you hit a duffer, and then it, it just messes up your whole day. You know, they did a whole story on all this, and it was interesting. 26 winners in 2004 finished in the top 10 in driving distance. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting, but but we saw some low some some guys who didn't hit the ball very long win last year too, Joey Sindelar mm-hmm. and others. But I thought it was fascinating that 35 winners did not miss a putt. From inside three feet. Yeah. You know, we've all missed a three-footer, but we all think that the pros will make every three-footer. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of concentration, though. A three-footer plays with you. 
Yeah, and that's I mean, not just mess- enough. It might have a little bit of a yeah, break. And, and that's just not messing up. Look at all the ones Tigers have uh, been missing just this weekend. But I also found it, it, it's kind of like it's interesting. They say, okay, Phil Mickelson's 18-foot putt to win the Masters. Mm-hmm. What was the likelihood of him making it? Not much. And Shotlink has, Shotlink has the, stat, the, the stats. They said, well, he was ranked 10th in putting from 10 to 15 feet. So you figure if it was a 10 to 15 foot putt, he had a chance, but right. he only made 21 of 112 attempts at the time, ranked 102nd in putts from the 15 to 20 foot range. Yeah. And also shows you how, you know, remember we used to say that um, when you putt, they only make like half their putts inside five feet or right. some crazy thing like that. And you think, how could that be? Well, remember, we're only watching the guys on the weekend when they're playing well. Guys right. suck are gone. They're trunk slamming Friday afternoon. Right. You know, a, a perfect example of that is when they play that four-guy, uh, four-player deal, all the major guys play in that mm-hmm. one tournament. You always have one of the guys shooting a ridiculously high number. And you can't hide. Because, yeah, you can't hide. So we're watching some guy. Oh, this year was Todd <laughs> Hamilton. Last year it was, uh, I remember Rich Beam was just ridiculously bad in that event a few years ago. And that just happens. But it's funny when you look at all that stuff. I, 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 the one that fascinated me was Ryan Palmer's 62 to win Disney. Mm-hmm. You know, he was tied for 12th on tour in lowest scoring average on Sunday. So the fact that he could he could shoot a low score on Sunday made sense. Right. So this that stuff, I mean, you could get crazy with it. And we both uh, have correspondence with uh, Fred Funk's caddy, mm-hmm. who is ridiculously into it. Who, he by the way, can't putt worth a dime this week. Everything, yeah. And he's averaging like 35 putts around. Yeah, funk, yeah. So I, I, I think it's kind of interesting to look at all this stuff. It's pretty cool. Well, here's the other thing, too. And a lot of people say, you know, you could play a par five with hitting three decent seven irons. Yeah. I mean, you really could. And it, the chance of going out of bounds are a lot less. And we do that one club every year. People are always amazed that their scores don't go up that much, if at all. And they never hit. They never hit into trouble. They don't hit it far enough. Right. Even if they hit it right or left. But what the shot link is saying is you have a better chance of trying to get to the of a par five and two than it is to lay up and try and uh, you know hit your approach from eighty to hundred yards. Statistically, it's proven that it's better to go in two than lay up and try and, because the closest you're going to get from eighty to hundred yards, I think Scott Hoke is averages like thirteen feet. From 80 to 100 yards, which seems like a lot to me. From but, 80 to 100 yards, the average 13 feet, 13 he's, feet number he's, one? he's number one. Wow. Yeah, so it, it puts everything in perspective. And I try and think of all these things when I'm on the driving range. And I'll see the 150 sign or the 100 yard sign, see me I can put in there. And I mean, again, there's no pressure or anything. 80 to 100 feet or yards? Yards. 80 to 100 yards. Yeah. You know, I would think that the pros, I don't know about you, but. When I've got a sand wedge in my hand, I'm thinking i got to put it within 10 feet. Yep. And I'm figuring that Tiger and the boys are thinking of putting it a lot closer than that. Well, think about it, though. It, and it's all perception, too. What you think is 10 feet might be 14. I mean, Shotlink uses that computer grid now. Right. And so it's it's a lot. It's kind of like when I was watching the Obesity uh, Olympics last night. How many how much weight these these cows thought they lost and how much reality <laughs> was. But I thought these were pretty, some in, pretty interesting stats. Podrick Harrington last year. From putts three to four feet. We were just talking about that, right? right? How tough that is. He made 60 of 61 putts from three to four feet. I, I mean, I think that's uncanny. Cedric Jakobsen, uh, 
made 89, almost 90% of his putts inside 10 feet. Inside 10 feet. That could be a tap feet. That could be a tap in, be a two footer, nine footer, 10 footer, eight, seven. You know what? 90%. You know what it is? And everybody who goes out there and plays around a golf understands this. You know what? If we had, if our concentration was at the, at, at its top or at its best every time we putted a three to four footer, we'd probably be doing pretty well too. But the, the ability to be, to have your mind just so fixated, it just be mm-hmm. right on top of your game all every time you step over a three to four foot putt is really hard to do. See, I think three to four putts are tougher to make than seven to eight footers from the respect that you have to make a three-footer. I mean, if you miss that, it ruins your whole hole. I don't care what you did. I don't care if you drove a par four and one. I don't care what happens. You miss a nine, ten-footer. Okay, you know, I just want to get it I'll near get the next one. Yeah. Jesper Parnovic, how many putts do you think you could make out of uh, ten from 20 to 25 feet? 20 to 25 feet? Yeah. I think on average you're hoping to do one. One or two. Jesper Parnovic led the tour 22% of the time. Yeah, one or two. Well, two. Well, what's a big difference, one or two? I mean, over yeah. the course of, and it's 100% difference. Um, Patrick Sheehan, from 25 feet and longer, which is, that's as far as, as they go, makes 10% of his putts. Pretty strong. That's pretty darn good. That's pretty darn good. Uh, 80%, this is the tour average, and okay, so maybe I'm wrong on this, 80% of all players, well, no, I should say it. They make 80% of the putts inside five feet. But it goes down 10% for each foot. Yeah, see, that's what you, you're, you're just saying it wrong. You're, you're saying inside five foot, what you're, what you really mean is only half the five footers are made on tour. Yeah. Only 50% of all five footers. Of all five footers, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you would think a five footer, man, a pro should be making them all day. And I thought this was real interesting. Corey Pavin, you talk about irony. Corey Pavin is tied for second in what they call, this is another weird stat, called approach putting. Approach putting is how you, where do you leave your first putt? How far from the hole? Hmm? Okay? Mm-hmm. Two feet. That's his average. And he's leading? He's leading at that. Yeah. You leave your putt wow. within two feet. Look at Tiger yesterday. When you miss, you miss. And if you got a long putt, 40, 50 footer. I wonder if that counter makes, though. Uh, I guess it would, yeah. Yeah. So that's approach putting two feet. However, he's tied for 147th in making putts inside three feet. Oh. So he's got oh. to have a hell of a lot of three putts. Oh. Hell of a lot of three putts. So I thought that was pretty interesting. By the way, um, 14 winners last year, never three-putted. Yeah. And Ratif Goosen led the tour um, only 1.4% of all his holes to be three-putt. And uh, Brad Faxon had 362 straight holes without a three-putt. You know, when when I look at all these stats and they do say that driving distance is important, mm-hmm. but when you listen to everything that we're saying, instead of going out to the range, it's amazing how many strokes these guys save on a green? Oh, big time, huge! And it, if you could, if you could go, see. Here's the thing: you ever, you ever just gone out? Because I'm a basketball fan, I go out and just try to see how many, how many foul shots you could make. Mm-hmm. To me, it should be, especially for the pros, it, it, it should be easy to make every, every foul shot. You should never miss. It should be eighty percent. Yeah. 
these guys should be the same way with three to four footers, and we all should be that way with three to four footers. Mm-hmm. We should be able to be uh, able to go up there and just practice three, four, three to four footers and make them all the time. But there's so many demons inside of us yeah. that make a four footer so hard, yeah. so many times. And all you need is one. I mean, all you need is one, and you are done. Yeah, I mean, because we're all so fickle with our um, with our game. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. Uh, I think that was it. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting stuff. Uh, Nick Price and Craig Perry and John Cook did not miss a three-foot putt all year. That's incredible. Yep. It, think about it this way. If you guys think to yourself that we're being ridiculous and say, come on, those guys make three-foot putts. It's their job. They have to. Think about it this way. Think about you're playing Friday and you're five shots out of the cut, mm-hmm. and you're going home no matter what, and you got a three-footer, and they're still making them. All right, think of it this way. So they they didn't miss a three-footer all year. They probably had, I don't know, hundreds. Uh, oh, here it was, a combined 1,300 attempts. 1,300, and they never missed one. Yeah. So here's what you do. Go home today or go out to your golf course, get on a practice hole, Take a three-foot circle around that hole and put balls all the way around that circle and try and make every one and, and, see, how many, <laughs> and see how many you can make in a row. Even better yet, find the flattest, straightest three-foot putt and leave it right there and see how many you can make in a row. That's incredible. By the way, Alex Sheka missed 14 putts from inside from three feet. That was the worst on tour. Missed 14 of them. Missed 14? 14 And that's players. the worst? That's the worst. I would have thought that there was guys who... No. We're not watched, like, when Russ Cochran's not going to make a cut. Right. He is so wheels off that Friday round. I mean, he could miss 14 in one round. So I, I, that's amazing that that's the, that's the highest. Well, these stats are pretty cool. So we'll keep track of... Where are those stats coming from? Shotlink. 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 You can go to PGATour.com, uh, and you can actually sign up for it. And I think we're going to be uh, partnering with them to update certain stats every week because some of them are pretty cool. And, you know, yeah. guys are just number freaks. And, and by the way, this is all also done by every every caddy now. And yeah. every, and, there's, and the caddies have to write down what clubs every their, their players are using. And there's a guy, it's a very cool system because there's a guy who goes with every group on the PGA Tour at every tournament and has got a palm pilot type system which has got a GPS system in it and he's making... He's, he's walking over to where every ball is and dotting, saying this is where this guy hit and this is where that guy hit. It's kind of like the CBS Sports Line. you ever track a basketball game on CBS yeah, Sports Line? Yeah, very similar to that. Kind of like that. But if you go to – when you go to the Nelson and Colonial this year, there will be a tower on every green. And it has what it looks like an engineering uh, survey. Those one of the, I don't know what they call those things. Protractors? I don't know. Laser. Yeah. And like I said, they, um, they computer grid the entire green. So they know within the inch how far they are from the hole. Quick stats here. Ernie Els led the tour in shots from 100 yard, from 200 yards or more out. How close his, his approach was from 200 yards or more out? 20, 20, 22 feet. 35 feet. Yeah. Now, 35 feet, I mean, it's on the green. Yeah. That's pretty much what they're going for. Uh, Retief Goosen from 150 to 175 yards, 24 feet. This is what... This is like my favorite. This is where I like to be. 125 to 150 yards. Sergio Garcia. What do you think he's, how close? I'm telling you, just the fact that Sergio Garcia is going to have a good year this year. 20 feet? 19 feet. Very yeah. good. 
And Steve Lowry from Inside 75 Yards, he led the tour how close he left his approach to the hole. Has to be 10 feet or, or 8 feet. Yeah, 8 feet. So, and believe every me. Time, every time you talk to anybody who wants to get on the PGA Tour, and any, any you talk to anybody who says, how, how can you make it on tour, they say, you better, from 75 yards in, you better be able to get up and down 80% of the time. And if you have um, bunker demons, the average up and down made out of the trap on tour is less than 50%. Ouch. Less than 50. I mean, it's 49-something. Uh, so don't bang. Just get it on the green. We see them all make them on Sundays because those are the guys who are playing the best that right. week. But you do you think these guys get up and down from the bunker all the time? Well, so if you can get if you can just get out of the bunker seventy percent of the time, you're not doing too bad. Right? So that, he was averaging eight feet. You said from seventy five yards. Seventy five yards. So he's between a foot and sixteen feet almost a hundred percent of the time. I guess that's one way. If you average, yeah, yeah, something like that. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But those guys are just, they're dialed in. But, you know, that's actually kind of a tough shot. Guys don't like being 50 yards out. You know, it's one of those half swings and messes you up. All right, up next, we'll highlight somebody on the crew who is uh, showcased in this month's Avid Golfer magazine. And uh, worthy, very worthy. Very worthy and very hot. Yep. And we'll get her take on it next. It's P1 Poker Night at Guy's Night Out. Thursday, January 13th at Wizards in Wichita. Yes, yes, there we go. I'm in. Well, I got a full house. All the ticket guys will show their poker face. Starting with the hard line at 3, Dead Man's Hand round tables at 6, and the Texas Hold'em starts at 7. You got an ace, you got an eight and a seven. Well, you lose. Show your best hand and win more than just a rosy glow at GNO. Thursday, January 13th at Wizards in Wichita. 70. Miller Lite presents Mardi Gras, Texas Sonic. The bees will be flying, the music will be loud, and strictly Texas country. Cross Canadian Ragweed, Jason Bowen and the Stradlers, Gary Allen, and more. Two days, February 4th and 5th. Buy tickets now at Kroger Food Stores, Gillies, or online at MardiGrasDSW.com. Mardi Gras, Texas style, presented by Miller Lite. Less filling and half the carbs of Bud Light. Kroger Food Stores and your friendly Vina. E-break. Classic. 30 minutes at 810. The topic, Internet love. This is going to be, I think, fascinating. Well, I did that last night. Not that no, this is a different love. kind of Internet love. Not oh, what sorry? you do, where you pull up a raunchy picture and you have at it with yourself. Thing. Yeah, this is people meeting people on the Internet. And just how... But I scream, I love you at the screen. It doesn't count. <laughs> Before I try to tap it with a towel. The 7-Up bottle that I was shaking up in the car when I bought it from 7-Eleven. Gotta, gotta keep it. Really, it's hard to restore. Anyway, that's 30 mm. minutes from now. E-break classics. Pat, whenever you go around, depending on the site of the game, I mean, let's face it, 91 celebrities don't turn out in Indianapolis for the game. I mean, it's a nice place and everything, but it's 
you know, it's not the place to see and be seen in this world. But now Washington, Pat. You were at Washington. Uh, who, who do you bump into there? Who's at the game? Who are your friends? I mean, Washington's a place to see and be seen these days with the Redskins playing well. We were in Jacksonville. Oh, I'm, that's right. I'm sorry, Pat. The game was in Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fernando, what are the standings? Oh, boy, I'll tell you what. He uh. is the Yankees of e-break. <laughs> Norm, in just over six months, has seven. He's now in second place, only one behind Gen X Davy Lane. Wow. wow. Man, that's impressive. He is Derek Jeter. <laughs> he is. Four swings of the club, four chances to win four brand-new Volvos. TexasLending.com proudly presents the Volvo of Dallas Celebrity Golf Classic Friday, March 4th at the Tribute. Just so you know, the Volvo of Dallas Celebrity Golf Classic is not your run-of-the-mill golf script. Every foursome plays with a celebrity, including the tickets Bob Sturm, Rick Arnett, Mark Friedman, and Craig Rosengart. In addition to over 20 active and former NFL players, including Robert Newhouse, Greg Hill, Mike Haynes, Billy White, Hughes Johnson, Willie Brown, Harold Carmichael, with more being added daily. And all four par threes at the Tribute will award a brand-new Volvo if you mail a hole-in-one from Volvo of Dallas. Volvo, not just protecting your life, protecting your lifestyle, because this tournament will fill up fast. Now is the time to get your forces signed up. For more, log on to theticket.com. Or to save $200 per foursome, sign up in Volvo, Dallas, I-35 in Frank, Ritten Carrollton, where family men, tournament, and pairing party proceeds to benefit the Speedway Children's Charity and the Sports Professionals Foundation. Sponsored in part by Grand Manier Liquor and presented by TexasLending.com, a different kind of mortgage company. And welcome back to Crown Eye for the Sports Guy, the show that makes over some 41 sound of stuff. Let's see how the Crown Crew is doing. Look, we understand you like sports, but posters of your favorite teams, thumbtack to the walls, let us give you one word of advice. Frames! But on to the most important part, your liquor cabinet. Let's see what you've got. Yeah, you know, the usual. Bourbon, gin, scotch. Throw them all out. There's only hey. one thing you need. Crown Royal. But what will I serve my friends? If they've got real taste, they'll want the Crown Royal. And if you're a real friend, you'll only serve Crown. Yeah, but what do I serve a date? Till we fix this place up, your best bet is to order Crown Royal at your favorite watering hole. But once you get the mattress off the floor and replace those milk crates with a real table, nothing will look better on that table than a Tumbler of Crown Royal. Crown Royal blended Canadian whiskey. Imported by the Crown Royal Company, Stanford, Connecticut. 40% alcohol by volume. Enjoy our quality responsibly. Don't drink if you're under 21. Crown Royal. On the rocks, with ginger ale, with a splash. When you're ready for your makeover, make yours Crown Royal. Take advantage of these ridiculous deals. 469-713-5555. Shopping online for a car is a great way to find out what a vehicle costs, but only if you visit the right website. In fact, over half of Internet car shoppers find a different price at the store than the one they were quoted online. But at CarMax.com, the price you see online is the same when you get to our store, and it's a great price. Our prices are no haggle, so you never have to play those traditional dealer games. Go online at CarMax.com for over 20,000 vehicles with actual prices and photos. In Fort Worth, Arlington, Garland, Irving, and Plano, CarMax is the way car buying should be. Dallas-Fort Worth ticket. Cowboys fire offensive line coach George Warhop. He joined the Cowboys after the 2003 season from the Arizona Cardinals. Warhop only had one year left on his contract. This coming after the retirement of Larry Lacewell, the Cowboys director of scouting. Bill Carcel certainly making the changes that he promised earlier after the season. The Mavericks are 21-10. They play the Indiana Pacers tonight at 7.30 at the AAC. 
Jerry Stackhouse says the Mavericks are prepared for Jermaine O'Neal in Indy. It's kind of in sync right now, so hopefully that'll continue. Got a, a, uh, one of the best teams in the league coming here on Saturday, so that should be a good test for us. Don't forget about the Dallas Mavericks postgame show right here on Sports Radio 1310. The ticket. Some hot stove league news for you. The Dodgers signed former Boston Red Sox pitcher Derek Lowe to a four-year, $36 million deal. And there's NFL football today, and the ticket's starting at 3 at the playoff doubleheader. The first game is the Seahawks playing host to the Rams, and the Jets take on the Chargers in the late game. Our next ticket ticker is at 9.30. Breaking sports news first, guaranteed. I'm Layla, reminding you to remember the time you spend listening to the T-Box, Saturday morning from 8 to 10 on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. If your wife's resolution is for you to watch less TV, then listen to the Wild Card Playoffs this weekend on The Ticket. Today at 3 and Sunday starting at noon on your exclusive home for Super Bowl 39. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. 919 on The Ticket. Good morning. Welcome to the T-Box. We'll be here till 10 o'clock. T-Box trivia at 930. And three rounds of golf from Avid Golfer Magazine. And uh, also wipe off in the cliffs. And uh, we'll do that at 9.30. Okay. Without further ado, Craig and I get emails from time to time and the other people that work here at the station. That's a typical guy question because if, if you hear a female with a nice voice, kind of go, I wonder if she's hot. Yeah. Normally, look at any of the guys up here. Maybe have Layla... Um, pipe in on this. I don't think anybody fits their voice. I don't think anybody in ever in anything fits their voice. Because when I see guys doing voice work and all that, and I look at them, they're usually, they're bald or they're just funky looking, but they just got a great set of pipes. Yeah, I would say that pretty much anytime anybody listens to the station, and of course, you know, with the internet and everything, everybody's pretty much able to see everybody. Right. You always get a different mental picture of the person than who they really are, yeah. always. So we thought, because she is so near and dear to our heart, and so many people say, hey, is Layla really as hot as you say? Yeah, because if you ever listen to the hard line when they ever have the disgruntled bikini girl, and the bang-to-hype ratio on how they judge her in studio versus what you usually see on the internet. Oh, Layla, you got any uh, tattoos or piercings? Yeah, but it's just, no, I mean. The, <laughs> That's pretty good. The hype. That's pretty good. The hype and the reality are way, I mean, they're 180 degree different. But if you go to uh, page 79, if you get a, go out and get your new avid golfer with um, Todd Hamilton on the cover, should be in the golf courses in the golf stores today. Uh, check it out, and you can satisfy your own curiosity. And I think... That's from a guy talking. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Or let's say pleasantly satisfied, I should say. Not surprised. Because, again, most people think that women in radio don't fit their voice and are going to be pretty much the dregs of the earth when it comes to uh, appearance. Layla's far from that. Now, the question to you, Layla, is, and this is kind of goes on the heels of these cart girls of the month. By the way, you want to check out that one this month. Oh, my Jason. goodness. Um, do what you... What page is that? I don't know. It's in the front. It's in the front. You'll stop down. Just start going through it. You'll find it. Do you like your picture? Actually, yes. See, that amazes me because all these cart girls we put in, we put in one a month, probably sponsored by North Texas Nissan, 
She's on page 14 or 15, something like that. Anyway, um, I never hear an answer from them after the magazine. Now, Rick, Rick is in charge of the car, beverage cart girls for the magazine. Yes. Does that surprise anybody who's listening right now? No. Rick. <laughs> I'm so over the hill that I'm just, I don't look like a master. You're not threatening, right? No, non-threatening. Gray you hair. See how he's over. Oh, he's, his nose is stuck right up there, man. Good job. Hey, what do you need? What do you need? Yeah? Very right. nice. So, and my kid, my son Matt, is always the one that has to, this first page he turns to. He either goes, yeah, he's hot, or, dad, what's that? What's that? What's that? But anyway, so, but I never get a call from him afterwards. So I'm always thinking that women just absolutely hate their pictures. I will say that I think that I can take a better picture, but I like that one. And every woman is going to say that because that's the way we are. For, before the record, coming from a girl to another girl, mm -hmm. I think that the, the uh, avid golfer car girl of the month took a good picture. For, yeah. for the record. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, that's the way it is. I mean, like, I look young for my age. and you know, How old are you? Uh, I am 23. 23, okay. So you look 23. Yeah, but yeah. it's just, you know, I have a little bit of a baby face, so I tend to think that I look like my face looks a little more round. But that's the kind of stuff women focus on. We're like, our cheekbones don't look pronounced enough, or, you know, our face is too shiny. Like, that's the stuff that makes us think that we aren't taking a good picture. Guys right. are much less critical. Do you find that uh, posing for pictures is hard work? I, uh, I'm not good at sitting still. Because Jason, or I, wa well, I watched her. She, we, we have a studio right next to my office, and I watched her, and she was not comfortable sitting there for any length of time. More than 30 seconds, that was it. I'm sorry. Your guys are really good at what they do, by the way. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, Robert Robert Rodriguez wrote the uh, interview, does a good job. Yeah, our, he's great. Our great editor, and Jason Lesh, who does all the photography. Yeah, Jason was who awesome. loves taking pictures of women. Maybe a little too much. Yeah. But Which, by the way, gets into it. for all you P1s out there, if there's anybody out there, any woman out there locally, you say, man, I'd love to know what she looks like. If she's worthy, we're not opposed to putting her in a magazine, whoever it is, as long as they're local. What do you mean? Oh, any, anybody, any other? Yeah. Any if they're worthy, we'll put them in. Radio, anywhere. What's the over and under on when this makes it up somewhere on my website or something? Uh, soon. Because we have to get our website up and running. It's still in formation stage. It'll be, we're, we're retweeting You mean on it. somebody else's website or uh, celebritiesexposed.com or something like that? Yeah, you ready to be naked, Layla? No. No? Never. That's, that's a disturbing thought. I mean, you know, fun with Photoshop is always a good time, but, yeah, I, uh, I was Is there pretty, any uh, amount of money you'd do it for? You know what? And maybe I was just, like, too strict or something growing up, but... I don't even know how, like, people in the real world say that they can be proud of that. Like, what would your parents think? Well, every you time know? I read a Playboy interview... It depends what they look at my bank book. They'll say, <laughs> you know, yeah, my parents are really proud. Everybody at the uh, barbershop saw it and were really happy for me. And that's got to be a little tense. Maybe? Yeah. But for the right amount of money? No. I don't know. I mean, that's, at that point, money's compensation. You know, of course it has to be. Of course it is. You're not going to do it on your own, are you? No. But no. I don't know. It's just at what price does all that come? I'm happier clothes anyway. I like clothes. I spend good money on them. I might as well put them to some use. And this shows that she truly is a star. It's only at the top of the page, it just says Layla. No last name, 
No, no, no. Other have you nickname. Ever, have you ever put Layla. your last name on the on the on the air anywhere? Um, you've always, have you, since day one, have you been just Layla? Yeah. I mean, here I have. Well, I like it. It's a good bit. Well, it's just that. Wow. Yeah, Bruce, when he was the program director of the station, and Cat. Bruce Gilbert. Or not Cat. Cat wasn't here, but Bruce and Frito just decided, hey, we think you should go by just Layla. <laughs> so that's what I did. And that's what you are. It's simple. Forevermore. <laughs> but it was it was a good time, and yeah, I appreciate it because that was really cool. Now you you're guys. you're a weekend anchor on the ticket. Yeah, and I'll fill in. But during the week, you are a producer at Fox Sports, right? That is correct. So. That is correct. Anyway, pick it up and then uh, I guess email her all your mash notes. Or email. I'll tell you what. Email. Pick up pick up your magazine this week at any area golf course or golf retail store. Pick up the new Abbey Golfer with Todd Hamilton on the cover. And email Craig and I your letters to Layla. And we'll maybe we'll read them next week on and the And let us know, too. We've been hyping her for a few years. Yeah. Were we worthy? Yeah. Was she worthy? Well, let's not get into that. But if you want to throw it in your... By all means, but I get more criticism on tickers. It's okay. Yeah, I don't even I don't even care what other people think. She's like my kid sister. And you are single, right? Dating, not married. Aren't we all? That's the right. number one phone call I get here in the capsule. What's that? What's Layla look like? Yep, yep. Well, you'll That's find one. out this week. There you go. And we'll get re- you guys. And we'll get reviews next week. But thanks for doing it, and thanks to Robert and Jason. So uh, all that is done on that. Yeah, it was really fun, so thank you. You're quite Good welcome. way to start off 05. All right, up next, T-Box Trivia, 214-787-1310, pound 1310 on the AT&T Wireless. Win a free golf from White Bluff of the Cliffs and free golf from Avid Golf Magazine. We'll do that next on the ticket. Season's over. Stick a fork in. Don't take care of the ball. We're not mentally tough, and uh, we're not physically tough enough at certain spots on our team. Cowboys lose and finish 6-10. and ten. This is what I think. He's a great coach who had an awful year, but he is still a great coach. Yep. This year does not make him a bad coach. Now it's time for the playoffs, buddy. Hear the play-by-play of every game on your home for the NFL Wild Card Divisional Playoff. Miller Lite presents Mardi Gras, Texas. The bees will be flying, the music will be loud, and strictly Texas country. Cross Canadian Ragweed, Jason Bowen and the Stragglers, Gary Allen, and more. Two days, February 4th and 5th. Buy tickets now at Croker Food Store, Gilly, or online at MardiGrasDSW.com. Mardi Gras Texas style, presented by Miller Lite. Less selling and half the carbs of Bud Light. Croker Food Stores and your friendly Fina. E-break. Yeah, Bob likes English Premier League soccer, but you don't see me getting up at 8 in the morning on Saturday to watch that crap. Let me be very clear about this. Just because I think the Neptunes are good producers and they're producing Justin Timberlake does not mean I like to dip my biscuits in man gravy. Let's take a few phone calls and listen to that song and see what the uh, public thinks, okay? All right. You watch yourself, man. <laughs> Very shocking comment from Ben. I don't, with I don't understand the comment. No, but anytime the term man gravy is uttered, it's... <laughs> yeah, I understood that part of it, but what, is, what do the biscuits represent? His butt cheeks? 
That's what I was thinking, and that didn't make any sense. I don't know. You have to ask him. If you've seen Ben, you think ben by the way, those are not biscuits. E-brake classics. You got me now. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Hang on there. That's. Uh oh, what did I do there? So he just hung up on the boot winner. Oh, Freddie, call back. <laughs> Fred, you see, this is the problem. When you're Polish, you've got these giant fingers. Notice the absence of 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 like Polish penis. Well, I can't say penis. There's a couple of them. Oh my gosh! What? I've got these. I've got these big fat fingers, and I hit two buttons occasionally. <laughs> and it, hey, being a klutz, it, it's part of life. It's hey. It is. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> I'm out. Wow. I'm way out. Okay. I think we might be hearing this one on Friday. Wow. So Norm had no clue, I guess. No, he had no idea what he did. He had no me. idea what we found so funny. <laughs> he still doesn't. Four swings of the club. Four chances to win four brand new Volvos. TexasLending.com proudly presents the Volvo of Dallas Celebrity Golf Classic Friday, March 4th at the Tribute. Just so you know, the Volvo of Dallas Celebrity Golf Classic is not your run-of-the-mill golf script. Every portion plays with a celebrity, including the tickets Bob Sturm, Rick Arnett, Mark Friedman, and Craig Rosengart. In addition to over 20 active and former NFL players, including Robert Newhouse, Greg Hill, Mike Haynes, Billy White, Hughes Johnson, Willie Brown, Harold Carmichael, with more being added daily. And all four par threes at the Tribute will award a brand new Volvo if you nail a hole-in-one from Volvo of Dallas. Volvo, not just protecting your life, protecting your lifestyle, because this tournament will fill up fast. Now is the time to get your foursome signed up. For more, log on to theticket.com. Or to save $200 per foursome, sign up in Volvo, Dallas, I-35 in Frank, Rick and Carrollton, where family men, tournament, and pairing party proceeds to benefit the Speedway Children's Charity and the Sports Professionals Foundation. Sponsored in part by Grand Monier Liquor and presented by TexasLending.com, a different kind of mortgage company. Good board? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Hey, let's lobby this place up a little. Attention, Megamart shoppers. We now have a limited quantity of uh, Crown Royal on sale for a special case price in aisle 43. But hurry, quantities are limited. Cool. Have you ever seen that many people move that fast? No, I tried this with every product known to mankind. Beer, steak, lobster, nothing gets them moving like... Oh, hold on. Oh, sorry, Megamart shoppers. That Crown Royal is available on aisle 3, not 43. Well, now, in aisle 3... How long can you keep this up? My record is from open till close, 14 straight hours. Crown Royal is now available on aisle 73. Crown Royal blended Canadian whiskey, imported by the Crown Royal Company, Stanford, Connecticut. 40% alcohol by volume. Enjoy our quality responsibly. Don't drink if you're under 21. If the manager catches us up here, we're dead meat. No worries. Look who's driving the forklift. Wow, forklift. He must really love Crown. Attention, Megamart shoppers. Crown Royal is now available. It all begins here. 244896. Metro Isuzu, home of the low cab Ford, official fleet vehicle of the ticket. Proudly we haul with Metro Isuzu. So look for Isuzu low cab Fords at major ticket events all year long. Call 800-214-4896 or stop by 4000 Irving Boulevard today and visit Metro Isuzu. Metro Isuzu, big on truck. The ticket. Ticket, ticket. May have limped into the playoffs at eight and eight, but that doesn't mean that they are guaranteed wild card loss. They play the Seahawks today on Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket, and Mark Bolger says he and the Rams are ready to go. 
I've been a lot more consistent this year and just learned a lot from last year. Uh, you know, there was mistakes I made last year just because it was the first time I, I had seen the situations or protection. The late game is between the Jets and the Chargers, and of course you can hear that one on the ticket as well, that one following the game. Cowboys fire offensive line coach George Warhoff. Warhoff had only one year left on his contract with the Cowboys. He came to the team after the 2003 season. Checking out the leaderboard at the Mercedes Championship, DJ Singh is the leader. He shot 8 under 65 in the second round. He leads the tournament at minus 15. Second is Mike Weir. He is at 13 under. And Ernie Ells right behind him at minus 12. That's the ticker, a service of the Texas Lottery. Thanks to Lotto Texas, there were thousands of winning tickets in the last drawing. That's because Lotto Texas features eight different ways to win. Drawings are every Wednesday and Saturday. Play today. Our next ticket ticker is at 9.50. Breaking sports news first guaranteed. I'm Layla. Reminding you to remember the time you spend listening to the T-Boss. Saturday morning from 8 to 10 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. We don't feed at the network trough. Live from the mothership on Maple or some other locale, this is Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. 9.35 on The Ticket. Welcome to the Tea box Those of you just waking up from a long Friday night, beats us till 10 o'clock. Rand will take over after that. All right. Uh, after Tea box trivia, we'll talk a little bit about some interesting news from Ian Baker Finch and also Justin Leonard. But T-Box Trivia is brought to you by Golf at Home Texas. It's golfathometexas.com. Yep. Golfandhometexas.com. Also, White Bluff on the Cliffs, as we're going to give away uh, free rounds of golf down there. And also, we have a golfer magazine, give away a free passport. Give you 10, or actually, maybe it's 11 free rounds of golf. It'll also get you a free Tommy Armour sandwich. How about that? And what's the other thing? Oh, free uh, half-hour lesson from Hank Haney's uh, golf ranch. And how about that Tiger's Place? You know, it's interesting. Uh, you can tell everything is official now because during the coverage yesterday, Tiger and Hank would do some uh, some golf tip. Did did that bother you at all? Why? I don't know. I'm just, I'm going to bother you. I had no problem with it. Seemed kind of funny though. I, I mean, you know I, what I mean, I didn't. I don't, I don't know. That bothered me. Did you find humor in it? Why? I found humor in it. I thought it was just. <laughs> Guy gave me a giggle. Well, normally Hank would do it on his own. <laughs> Hank's been doing that for a while there on ESPN. A little bit more than a giggle. All right, we'll get into that in a second. But T box trivia, and this was this will be brought to you by Craig because he kind of stumped me with it, so I had to think about it for a while. Could be a great question, or very easy. I don't know. Up, oh, you know what he said? Yep. Was the last European, last European golfer to win a major. Last European golfer to win a major. Good day, mate. And that would not be a European. That would be an Australian. Good day. Don in Dallas, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Good morning. Morning. Got an answer for us. Bernard Langer. Not Bernard Langer, but he has won a major. He has won a major, and he is European. Let's go to Tom on a cell. You're on Sports Radio 1310. The ticket. Welcome to the T box. Uh, would it be Paul Lowry? Would be oh, Paul Lowry. Very good. See, I thought was, somebody would have that just one of those little worthless pieces of trivia in the back of their head, or it was going to take forever. I figured we'd get ten Ratif Goosens. Yeah, before uh, so much except South Africa, right? 
Tom, congratulations. And you win all that free golf. We're going to put you on hold. Awesome. And uh, thanks for listening. Thank you. All right. Yep. Paul Lowry, 1999. Can you believe it's almost six years since a European won a major? No. Jean Vanderbilt had the screw yeah, up. The Brown Brown That's six how about, years ago. How about this? It's been five years since a European has won a major, except they kick our ass left, right, and sideways at the Ryder Cup. Yep. Isn't that weird? Better team players. How about that? Speaking of guys with accents. Speaking with guys with accents. Okay. Ian Baker Finch. Oh, yes. Who can't hit a driver, can't keep a driver in a fairway. It, you, as soon as he hits, his friends Joe can just scream four left. He's won Colonial. He won the 1991 British Open. You'll hear him on ABC and ESPN throughout the years, commentator. Once missed 32 straight cuts in a row, and he bottomed out at the 97 British Open where he shot a 92. First round. I remember um, he was at San A- last San Andrews, when he played at San, A- San Andrews. You know how the first words? <laughs> you know the first the first fairway and the 18th right. fairway are are huge fairways. It's like you play out the tribute, and they're next to each other. Right. He hit the ball out of bounds on the left side of the 18th fairway. It's almost impossible. He did it. Almost impossible, but he did it. But now he's thinking about coming back. He's thinking about bringing back his game and. See what he can do because he wants to be uh, on the Champions Tour 50. Good yeah, luck six years. with all that. For a guy who's, I've got my own inner demons and have, don't hit the ball like I used to, once it's gone like that, forget it. Forget Might be it, interesting man. to watch, though. I mean, David Duvall did it. But David has Duvall he? has... Has he? Yeah, I think, I think he'll be back this year in, in a much better way. Also in the news, Justin Leonard, big listener to the T-Box. Um... Has gone to Nike. Left uh, Ben Hogan. Been with God Hogan for years. You know, it was funny. We got a. About, this was about a week and a half ago. They they blasted an email out to some media that said Nike has signed a a top player in in the U.S. a former U.S. amateur champ and four and British Open champion. Mm-hmm. And I immediately said to myself, Well, you know what? Todd Hamilton hasn't signed with anybody yet. He's negotiating. It's pretty close, but he hasn't signed anything. Right. I merely thought, hmm, did he win a U.S. Amateur? <laughs> because I thought for sure, Tiger. I mean, Justin's not going anywhere. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, he's so, been Hogan forever. And yeah. now, now that they linked in with Callaway, and figured it'd just be a natural for him. Well, I think it has to do with Butch Harmon. Isn't Butch Harmon a big uh, Nike guy? Yep. And he's taking lessons from Butch Harmon. Yep. And, you know, he was wearing the shoes, but everything else was, was Hogan. Right. Um, so he's going to go to Nike, and he's going to get a huge deal. In fact, you'll probably see him in commercials hawking the uh, the new setup really quick. Yeah. By the way, worst decision not to sponsor a person was when Polo dropped him. He was a perfect person yeah. for Polo. Yeah. Polo got preppy. so much play out of him. Yep. And they said, no, we're going to go to younger people. You ever seen, have you seen Polo on tour since? David Toms used to be, well, he's Tommy Hilfiger, right? Yeah. Uh, Polo was just Davis Love III. Davis Love, is he still wearing it? I don't know. I don't think oh, Tom is. Watson, I think, does, too. But it's not. Justin got it. That was like Hugo Boss leaving Mickelson. Mm-hmm. That was another bad one. You know, they got so much play out of that. Whatever it cost, it was worth it. So good for him, and he'll be trying out all the big stuff. But in his, in Justin, you know, Justin had that Hogan uh, sponsorship, but he didn't have any shirt sponsor or hat sponsor. He was blank. 
No, he had Hogan on his hat. He had Hogan on his hat, but he yeah. had no shirt. He had just was wearing a plain. Well, St- as Paul Stankowski tells us all the time, the the uh, endorsement deals for apparel are kind of drying up. Yeah, I mean they really are. There might be thirty, thirty, forty guys tops. But so it's not as much as it's not, it's not as much as getting the apparel. It is getting a a name on your apparel. Right. Like Mickelson's Mickelson Scott Ford. Yeah, Luke Donald is uh, polo, isn't he? According to P1. Yeah, Luke Donald. They decided to drop Thank Justin you. and went through the to the younger guys, and one of them was Luke Donald. Luke Donald's a good player, but he doesn't have the. He doesn't have a major. Nope. Or players. Nope. I mean. So anyway, good for him. We'll get him on in the next uh, two, three weeks, depending on his schedule, and see how that all goes. So see how see how fatherhood is for him. That's a, you know, I remember back when he was single, and how all the stories and everything I knew about him was how anal retentive he was on everything. Everything had to be perfect. And I have a friend. I have a really good friend that's exactly like that. Your but, brother? No, friend. No, <laughs> not my brother. The absolute opposite of that. But uh, no, a really good friend of mine. But you know what? When you start having kids, and you just give up because you can clean that house ad nauseum all day long, and it's going to turn. Just right. doesn't matter. It's going to be another pigsty. I rem- I remember doing the photo shoot with him at his house. Uh, we did a story on him four or five years ago, three four years ago, and yes, it looked like a museum. Mm-hmm. That house was perfect. You know what? When my my wife and kids travel somewhere for a while, I immediately clean my house. I immediately clean it because I know it's going to stay that way for a while. I just have to do it. But when everybody's there, they just you know I might kind of straighten up a little bit because it's going to last about a half an hour. So I don't, don't put too much time into it. Your kids may be a little older than this, but when my family goes away, I throw half of their crap out. Really? The stuff that I know that is never. If I showed them I'm throwing this out, they'd scream. Right. But if I threw it out, they'd never miss it. I do that when I clean out the garage. I just don't tell anybody. Clean like a man. Yep. Exactly right. Clean like a man. Just wipe it all off the table. Just put it right in the trash. 944 Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. T-Box winding down. Up next, we'll mix with the rant. And believe it or not, there's a chance where you could bet on Anna Kornikova. For tennis? Not tennis. We'll tell you what it is next on the ticket. On. Thank you. Hey, ticket man. Come alive in 2005 with the ticket's January item of the month. It's a grab bag of ticket gift goodies. Sure to start your new year off right. For just 25 bucks, you'll get an Operation Stay Hard t-shirt. Now that's what I call Bit CD, a ticket shot glass, Fousey, and a KTCK baseball cap. In other words, it's everything we've got that you've wanted but haven't had good yet. Punchuptheticket.com for the January item of the month. From the station that says... Miller Lite presents Mardi Gras, Texas Science. The bees will be flying, the music will be loud, and strictly Texas country. Cross Canadian Ragweed, Jason Bowen and the Stragglers, Gary Allen, and more. Two days, February 4th and 5th. Buy tickets now at Croker Food Stores, Chili's, or online at MardiGrasDSW.com. Mardi Gras, Texas style, presented by Miller Lite. Less filling and half the carbs of Bud Light. Croker Food Stores and your friendly Fina. You're listening to the Ticket Speedway Classic. Hi, you're on the ticket. Who wins the emergency break of the week? The exclusive backdoor jubinator. Yay! All right, for the unexplained noise earlier this week, I've won another emergency break. I don't know.
Top I mean, uh, five or ten, I would say, pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, without question, the strongest. <laughs> what? You just made a weird noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. yeah, on there? I don't know. No, you grunted or something. It sounded <laughs> weird. I don't know. We'll have to review that. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> we'll Shocking. have to review that. <laughs> Gosh. Play so the enhanced odd. version. <laughs> this is weird. This is amazing. This is your first win since May 30th. Wow, congratulations. Wow. E-break. Why am I getting nervous about hearing this? I'm uh, walking in here, here the mini. Just to see how this works. Shut up! God. Thank you. So. Wow, I guess we are doing the Rick show. We can't talk over here. Well, We're doing a talk I'm show. I'm trying to get this. I'm trying to get this thing done. That's all. Floor wow. yours, King. You've been beating him down for the story for 24 hours. Now you won't let him tell it. Well, we're doing a show here. I don't think you guys right, understand no, no, what we do fine. here. Okay, I think we all me. talk like we're all sitting around talking, okay? It's a talk show. People talk. We have questions. We have concerns. You can tell your story, yeah. but you can allow us to talk as well, right? Right. But if we were... This isn't class. We don't have okay. to raise our hand to you, do we? No, not at all. But if we okay. were in a discussion at a table, I would say, hey, will you be quiet for a second? Do you want me to tell it? That's all. <laughs> Floor's yours, King. On the ticket. <laughs> oh, baby. Matter, Dan. I'm just happy. <laughs> four swings of the club, four chances to win four brand new Volvos. TexasLending.com proudly presents the Volvo of Dallas Celebrity Golf Classic Friday, March 4th at the Tribute. Just so you know, the Volvo of Dallas Celebrity Golf Classic is not your run-of-the-mill golf script. Every foursome plays with a celebrity, including the tickets Bob Sturm, Rick Arnett, Mark Friedman, and Craig Rosengart. In addition to over 20 active and former NFL players, including Robert Newhouse, Greg Hill, Mike Haynes, Billy White, Hughes Johnson, Willie Brown, Harold Carmichael, with more being added daily. And all four par threes at the Tribute will award a brand new Volvo if you mail a hole-in-one from Volvo of Dallas. Volvo, not just protecting your life, protecting your lifestyle, because this tournament will fill up fast. Now is the time to get your foursome signed up. For more, log on to theticket.com. Or to save $200 per foursome, sign up in Volvo, Dallas, I-35 in Frankfurt and Carrollton, where family men, tournament, and pairing party proceeds to benefit the Speedway Children's Charity and the Sports Professionals Foundation. Sponsored in part by Grand Manier Liquor and presented by TexasLending.com, a different kind of mortgage company. This is an actual email sent to the National Fatherhood Initiative. My father left when I was two months old, and I've never met him. I'm 16 now, and although I have written to him, he has cut off all communication with me. I don't understand what I could have done for him to hate me this much. Please, help me understand this. Is somebody missing you? A message from the Ad Council, the Texas Fatherhood Initiative, and the NFI. Only at Curtis and Nissan, North Central, at Campbell, in Richardson. I'm Layla the Mavericks to have a duel with the team from the East next on the ticket ticker. It's P1 Poker Night at Guy's Night Out. Thursday, January 13th at Wizards and Wizards. Yes, yes, there we go. I'm in. Well, I got a full house. All the ticket guys will show their poker face. Starting with the hard line at 3, Dead Man's Hand Round Tables at 6, and the Texas Hold'em starts at 7. Are you bored? I got an ace. 
running the show as expertly as always. And lovely Layla. So you need to check out in this month's Avid Golfer magazine. Todd Hamilton's on the cover. And check her out. She's on the second to last page in the parting shot. And see her fine, uh, fine work. Fine work? And Jason's fine work. Her parents' fine work. Well, parents have a little bit to do with it, but pretty much Layla. I've put the makeup and the hair and stuff on. We didn't have special whatever. hair and makeup person? No. You didn't okay. Do you even need makeup? I don't have any on right now. See, yeah, How embarrassing is that? Because you don't need it. I wear it to look a little bit older. I know it sounds stupid, but whatever. It was a fun time, though. I just want to say that much. You guys are a good ship. Good ship. Good, good ship, ship with a P. Yes. Uh, you, made, you made a comment about the rant in your little interview. It's turning out to be a little true, isn't it? <laughs> well, I know, I feel bad, and I didn't mean to say that the way it sounded. Because, like, with most shows, like, they're there at least, you know, an hour before or a half hour at least or something like that. And the rant usually is, but sometimes Not. they come in and, you know. They'll be here right at game time. It's, I bet they're the, here. But yeah. here's the thing. It's the allure of the rant. Yeah. And I, That's what I bet they're home preparing for an hour, and they just get here right at the time. And Well, preparing means sleeping. You're right. No, <laughs> we can't say that. It's just they walk into the studio mm. at that time, which is kind of a funny bit if you think about it. Right. Well, they prepare all week. I am sincerely convinced, though, about uh, the mix, though. I'll just say that much. I'll leave it at that. I have a conspiracy theory about the rant and T-Box mix. Hmm. What is that? I guess I better read that. You have to tune to page 79 of Avid Golfer in January to find out. I remember that. I do, I do think it's really funny when um, they're coming in here and, and Gordo's frantically looking for a paper. Mm-hmm. Where's the paper? Where's the paper? Every Saturday I have Fort Worth and Dallas right here, too. Is that right? Yeah, I'll put them both right here on the but It's only every Saturday, so that's the problem. Yeah. Well, every they, they take one a, one a month off. You know, I see where uh, Brad Pitt is on the market again, because he and uh, Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston's on the market. Jennifer Aniston on the market. This is after five years. It's hard to believe they've been together that long. Five years is pretty good for Hollywood, isn't it, Davy? Yeah, it's above the average, I would for say. For a celebrity marriage? Yeah. For any but, marriage, but you, actually. But you knew that that was going to end at some point. Not the way it did, though. That Brad Pitt's kind of wanting to be the family man and wanting a family, and Jennifer Aniston's like, man, I still want to party. Yeah, she really? Yeah. Body. Well, I remember Greg at one time way back said, I don't care how good looking a girl is, somebody's tired of her. I don't think that's exactly what he said. Well, it's that's paraphrasing. I'm cleaning yeah. it up. But that's, that's key box way to But it's kind of it. it's kind of true. It's kind of true. All right, you're picking up somebody's reject somewhere. You were a full-time ticket employee this past two weeks, weren't you? I don't know if I was full-time. I was more full-time part-time than I am normally. How'd that work out? They got a contract waiting for you? I don't think so. I haven't checked my box yet, so we'll see. You got a box? Hardline tickers. Yeah, I have a mailbox up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you know? I don't have a desk. I don't, I don't have, have a mailbox. Desk. I don't have a desk. So there's odds that have been laid out because Anna Kornikova got married to... uh Somebody. Oh. No, Enrique Iglesias. Oh, that's right. So what do you think the odds are that you can get, if you're going to bet on them getting divorced by the end of the year? The odds? Yeah. Hmm. 12 to 1? A lot less. 4 to 1. 
Really? Four to one odds. I thought it was really funny when they, it shows four to one and then it's like one to six for not getting, for not getting divorced. But it says on the bottom, um, if it's if it if it's proven that this, that they were not actually married, all all bets are null and void. Yeah, the bet actually has to be legal. So I guess nobody knows if it's legal or not. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, Corb. Hello. How are you? Good. Happy New what Year. What was it? Twelve to one. It's uh, four to one that Anna Kornikova is going to get divorced by the end of the year. I believe that. Why is it that uh, it's so? Acceptable Low? for um, celebrities to get divorced. Everyone's like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. I know a lot of people. Well, we're, we're, we're just people do it. They're like, oh, we're just talking about really? it. Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston made five years, pretty good. Probably. Five years? Yeah. They married. Five years. Five years. That's really good. That's pretty good. Because he was even on the record as saying last year, mm -hmm. like, eh, you know, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. We gave it a shot. You know, we can always say that. Which, you know, mm -hmm. I, it doesn't bother me a bit. But it bothers society quite a bit, I think. I wonder what's tougher, being married to another celebrity or being married to a common, everyday person. Another if celebrity. One, if, if you were a celebrity. celebrity? Yeah. I think another celebrity. So would it take you longer than five years to get tired of Jennifer Aniston? I don't know. You know, she might be quirky in some weird way that would just drive you crazy. Yeah, she's a big smoker. Big really? Smoker. Okay. Both so of that, them are. That's not big. Okay, well, they both are. Who cares? Really? Yeah, big. No, it took... The, she looks good though life. for a smoker. Yeah, well, give her another 15 years. She needs she, she needs one of those you know long Cruella Deville. Yeah, yeah. Cigarette, cigarette holders keep the cigarette smoke holder. away from her face so she's not all craggy by the time she's. See, that was with a Dalmatian mean coat. That was real sexy back in the 30s and 40s when you see Betty Davis, Marlene Dietrich. Yeah, with the long cigarette. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and it was cool in the 70s even. I mean, it became. Cigarettes became so taboo here in the last 15 years. Yeah. I remember it used to, even when I was a kid, I remember seeing a girl smoke. It looked kind of sexy. Yeah. It looks good yeah, in the movie. So it does. And that's, it does. That's all it is is a prop, and, and photographers love it because the way the smoke fills up the screen. Oh, that's and, a cinematographer's mm -hmm. wet yeah, dream. Yeah, they love that. We were talking about, Rick and I were talking about that the movie Bad Santa. I didn't see it. Oh, oh my God. What a movie. That is. Have you seen Davey? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, Every, Rolofsky swears that's it, like the funniest movie he's ever seen. It's so funny. It, it's, it's so I'm dark. Like, I must have seen it 20 times during the holiday season. These kids love it. You guys sit around the campfire. Yeah, it's it's a, a good movie. That's you Christmas. can't show the kids. I don't like know. My, my son sees it. Well, he's a little older, but, but it is hilarious. Get the uncensored uh, version. Yes. But Bernie Mac is a chain smoker in that movie. And they're showing him, as he, first off, they got a pile of buds at his desk, and he's smoking one cigarette and lighting the next one. How hard is it for a guy like him to do that? Who doesn't smoke? Yeah. Or does he smoke? I, I don't know. know. I don't have any idea. Either way, he certainly doesn't smoke that much. See, I would have a hard time uh, playing that role if I was an actor of a smoker, because I literally can't do it. I physically cannot yeah, smoke a cigarette. You'd have to fart. You'd have to do something. To make a photographer's dream, you didn't have something You know, put a smoke bomb in your face. Look at the old black and white movies and see how cool, uh, see how cool it looks when they smoke in the black and white films. Because something about black and white film the and the smoke, smoke it's a good yeah. contrast. It's, oh, oh man. black and white. You see? Don't you get it? And the smoke, and smoke is white or gray, depending on what you look at. Now, if you're not a smoker, if you're not a smoker though, how much could you handle it in order to have that? Correct prop there. That's what, that's the, I don't that's know. What the director wants. Well, you just don't inhale. Well, yeah, but that's fake. That's fake smoke. 
We can you That's what a lot of girls do anyway. I hate in movies when they fake smoke. Can you, you can tell? Can you can tell? tell? Oh yes. Absolutely you can tell. How? How do you know? Former smoker. Oh, okay. I didn't know wow, here there. we go. There you go. Throw it out. Now we're out. I've also had sex with a guy. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's get it all out. All right. It's all five. I mean, can you make digital smoke? <laughs> yeah, they can do that now. Do that? I bet you now they can fake it pretty well. Have you seen Bad Santa? No. God, you guys, all you guys got to see that movie. Who is it? Uh, George is always high on that movie. That George. Secretly yeah. high on that so movie. George, yeah. George gets high and watches that yeah. movie. Yeah. Hey, dude, I'm smoking out watching Bad Santa. Do you want to come over? George, who I believe is Ned Flanders in real life. <laughs> hey, man. No, that's a that's a good dark movie. You need to see it. Especially yeah, the uncensored it. version. Very cool. You guys can't tell when someone's fake smoking on no. in a movie? Pot. Really? You could. Dave, can't you? I don't, you know, I, I've never, I don't smoke, for one. And oh, two, yeah, you smoke. I don't know what you're talking about. But you hold it in a lot longer than most people. I <laughs> but he's faking it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm totally faking it. Yeah. Yeah, I have to smoke weed. <laughs> it's the people who just get it in their mouth and then blow it out. As oh, so there's, to, there's like, like taking a long, they, as as they yeah, take it passionate in, inhale. Yeah, as soon as they take it in, they blow it out, and you can see it's just blowing out of their mouth. Like cigar smoking. See, smoking a cigarette is two processes. You, you draw it in, and then you have to... Inhale after you draw it in. Okay, what, right. is, what does that do? What lung cancer? Is yeah, lung the, cancer. Is that the effect that you want though? When you when you pull it in, that's what like that's what gives you that nicotine all in your lungs. What's that? Gives you that fix that you need. That's that's what when you draw it in your lungs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's how you absorb the. That's nicotine. how it gets into your body. Now, could you make the smoke It's the same, as, it's the the same principle as if you put, you know, you had a drink and you just put it in your mouth and you didn't swallow it, you just spit it back out. Well, it's not really getting in your system. It'd be good. It'd be good look. Jesus smokes. Have a spittoon oh next to you while you're drinking some scotch. You never smoked, Rick? No. No. My dad gave what? me a cigarette. My dad gave me a cigarette when I was 10 years old. We really didn't believe that. Yeah, I don't know if I stuck in. He says, here, try one of these. And he made me inhale it as deep as I could. And mm -hmm. I threw up, got dizzy, and I haven't touched one since. See, my dad did that and made me smoke a whole pack the first day. <laughs> really? The All second one? day, another pack. And then, like, ten years later, he said, all right, what do you think? Do you like it? You've done it every day for ten years. You decide, son. Right after your pack, you put, like, a, you know, a gay porn video there. Now watch this. All right, now here's a tough question. As, as Did that work for Philip Morris? Yeah. As pers prospective parents... You cartoons, I much cartoon characters smoking. It's not really influencing me. As prospective parents and ones that already are... Okay, my son is 15 years old. He'll be oh, driving yeah. next year. Let's see. Oh, yeah. He's driving next, next year. year. Yeah. Little Matt. So, what my wife wants to do is get him a show him, show him the uh, buy him his first woman. The effects of uh, <laughs> the effects of alcohol. Oh so no. he wants me to sit down. She get wants him to sit down with him. And get him wasted. What? No, no. Listen. Get to this. You drunk? No, no, no. Listen to this. Oh. What? Are you gonna be shirtless? <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna wear socks. <laughs> Black socks. Black socks. Black socks. <laughs> Three socks. And we'll go out and play basketball oh or football or something. Chili pepper it. First off, but son, I need you to oil me up. He has to he has to down like three beers and see how it affects him. Oh, really? Three beers before basketball? No. Well, That's a great Saturday I'm afternoon. <laughs> because I don't think kids realize that they can get drunk. I think they think it's they're immune to everything. Do you know if he has drank before? Drunk and did? Um, he's had... This New Year's Eve, I let him drink a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh, what are you doing? You're the enabler, Dad. Yeah, I'm the enabler. Rick, 
We need no. to chat off. No, 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 I wouldn't have let him do it. Hey, here's son. Here's a good. Okay. Uh, wait a minute. Here's, here's a good transition to Andy. Yeah. Which is what he said. Which is what he said. Like this doesn't have much. Yeah. Why don't you give him the best tasting thing in the world as opposed to? You should have given him like Mad Dog or just straight whiskey, just rot gut. How about right. something like a brandy? Well, wait, wait. The question is this though. Sooner or later, they're all. Brandy was the woman that he bought him. They're all gonna. <laughs> they're all gonna <laughs> burn women sooner whether, or later. Whether they right, they'll all drink. Away from they'll you, all go to college. Don't you kind of want to expose them to that while you're around and you can kind of see what's going on? Okay, they're going to have sex too. But I want to be around. I want to be around for that. But I'm serious. What? Uh, when you? When you? When you expose your yeah. kid to that? You're doing it. No, you're doing it right. Keep going with her. Keep going. Don't look at me. Look at her. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at the camera. Don't look at the camera. Look at her. Rose. <laughs> Tilt it higher. Poor Matt. <laughs> no. Rick there with the... Uh, Use your hips, son. Your Rick, hips. Rick there wearing the... the <laughs> with the Clegg lights. The knickers and the... Oh, yeah, the what? Right. The director's hat. What, what kind of porn is it? Yeah, the big megaphone. All right, son. <laughs> <laughs> what, do they call those what do they call those things? The, uh, what do they the call slate? It? The slate. The clapper? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I just didn't know when it's good to... Get your kid drunk. You, you should, I would say never. You should I'm not saying get him hammered. I'm saying show him the effects of alcohol. And who wants so to get to his he knows how beautiful they are. Who wants to have their first drink with their father? No, you know what you need to do? You don't, you don't I did. think that's a great ride of passage. You did? I did. You don't need to have a beer with your son until he's 21. But what you do need to do yeah. is, is make a deal with him. You know, when you get your license, you both sell your soul to the devil. When you get your license, if you go anywhere, if you do it, and you ever have a drink, call me. Call me. I'll come pick you up. We'll go get your car the next day. No questions asked. You just need to. No, that's I think parents always lie about that. How can you no questions asked the next day? But you have to hold to that. Otherwise, they're never going to call you. I I know, but then when you picked them up, you know, for two years in a row, when they're in their weekend, yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, you got to build a little trust in there somewhere. And I, I'm thinking, when that time comes, he's 15, right? Yeah, he's 15. Hey, I've heard you Gordon, talk on the rant. Gordon, when did you this, drink? When did you first take a drink? Five. You, I was late. Now, I'm, I'm not a good example here. Oh. I was like, uh, no, I was probably 20 years old. No, you're no way. a liar. 20. You didn't touch a sip of alcohol in high school. Well, it was a but see, that was my... And it wasn't even had to do with the preacher's kid or anything like that. That was my gag, is that I was the guy who didn't drink. Because everyone, I was in bands and stuff like that, and that was my shtick. I think but I, I mean, I smoked even before then. I mean, I smoked before I ever drank. Well, what what age did you do that? Nineteen. I'm not a good example. I was a late bloomer. I was I was a fearful kid. I first took a sip of alcohol cancer when I was sixteen. I think I was about sixteen. A beer. Or my uncle would always, hey, uh -oh, give me a sip. No, give me a sip of beer when I'd be like yeah. twelve, something like that. Because your uncle can do anything. Yeah, you know, that's what they're there for. It was for, like second semester of my junior year in high school. So I think I was seventeen when I just went to town. My first experience with alcohol was one of those nightmare experiences where I had a buddy and <clears throat> we were spending the night at his house, but my parents were out to dinner or a movie, so we went back to my house. And my parents had 
liquor that they never drank. It was just there for yeah. from when they used to entertain. For show. Entertain. Yeah, you know, when they used to have cocktail parties or whatever. Your it parents was, used to have cocktail parties? Oh, yeah. Whatever. And so we didn't know anything about... We were 13 years old, I think. And we didn't know anything about what goes with what or how you're supposed to drink this stuff. So we just got big tumblers and filled them with ice. And you didn't go to the Rick Arnett Parental School no. Drinking 101? We were never sat down by Rick. See? <laughs> Let me tell you what's good mixing with vodka. You so we orange juice. So we uh, just put Here, all these different. We just put all these different alcohols in, into Yuck. the big Gross. plastic tumblers, and then we topped it off with like apple juice because that's all we had to mix it with. Mm-hmm. Apple juice. Oh, the most acidic. And, and we both, you know, we both took them and and went out and just walked around the neighborhood drinking these things. Uh-huh. How'd, that look? How'd that go? We we actually were able to get them all down. Did his dad end up in the director's chair that night? <laughs> <laughs> well, look at me, look at him. <laughs> and so we, we ended up uh, vomiting all night. Lovely. Just into each other's mouths? And how many no. times you reenacted uh, that and, over and, the course of your life? And... You know, we were still, we were still vomiting into a, we were vomiting into a trash can, and so like the living room where we were sleeping it smelled of alcohol. It just reeked of alcohol. Gross. So we were so busted, but it scarred me so bad that I didn't take another drink until probably senior year of high school, maybe. Yeah. When I, you know, when I started mm-hmm. becoming more social and whatnot. When and you started having parties. a cocktail party. Well, the yeah. question is, you put as a parent, you keep your head in the sand, and I just don't want to know about this, or I, you can't do this. You don't no keep it in the sand happen anyway. He's 15, right? You don't, yeah, he's, he's still 15. Yeah. I think that that's, I just think that's a little young to be plying him with alcohol and plying the director's chair. <laughs> well, by the way, Dave, so when you're 13 and you, you learn that valuable lesson that alcohol is bad, it makes you feel horrible, and you throw up and everything, and... So, surely, I mean, if you throw up that early age, most of the time, a lot of times, actually, kids will never drink again. They're so traumatized by that at a young age. So, when's the last time that you threw up? The last time I threw up due to alcohol? Yeah. Thursday. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to be smiling like he's got a cat in his mouth. Uh, <laughs> he was there. He has it written down in his mouth. day timer. No, honestly, I can't remember. I can when it wasn't that long ago. You were yeah, baby. You told the story on the air about how you threw up in the bushes. Oh yeah, that was over the summer. <laughs> oh, that's it was it was right before uh, right before the summer bash. How old are you now? Uh, Thirty-two. Yeah, <laughs> it really worked. <laughs> I think my first experience with alcohol, I, I want to say it was Everclear. Uh, you started swearing. I, I had small. an early experience with that with like trash can punch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ugh. That's instant. What time is it? Uh, it's 10.13. 10.13. Uh, Every clear. Time for us to go. Fine. Good to have you guys back. We're 10 minutes late. Are you bored? It's 10.25. No, I'm not. All right. All right, well, up next. Uh, hey, did Todd Hamilton go to the Orange Bowl? Do you know? Anybody talk to him about that? Do you know? He was in... Or is he playing this? He's playing this. He's playing in Hawaii? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a smart man. Who's yeah. Todd Hamilton? Screw you. Oh. Bye, guys. See ya. KTTK Dallas-Fort Worth. KTBK Sherman-Denison. KTDK Sanger. 
This is the ticket. Hello? The little ticket delivers breaking sports news first guaranteed. We talk about our teams and our town. We live here. We work here. We hang out with you. Talk about that tomorrow. And up next, it's Norm. What? <laughs> I just said up next. Yeah, we love sports. Sports is our business. But we're really just a bunch of guys who couldn't get any other jobs. So this is what we do. Up next. <laughs> okay, we're fine. It sounded like someone hit the record player. We're yeah. fine. Thanks for listening to the... Miller Lite presents Mardi Gras, Texas Science. The bees will be flying, the music will be loud, and strictly Texas country. Cross-Canadian Ragweed, Jason Bowen and the Stragglers, Mary Allen, and more. Two days, February 4th and 5th. Buy tickets now at Kroger Food Stores, Chili's, or online at MardiGrasDSW.com. Mardi Gras, Texas style, presented by Miller Lite. Less filling and half the carbs of Bud Light. Kroger Food Stores and your friendly Fina. E-Break Classics. Psycho Dave with the win. Has he ever won before? Oh, yeah. Of course. This is his third victory. Really? Okay. Well, here's Psycho Dave for a little dump and chase on Wednesday on the hard line. Come out there and see if you can get lucky. In fact, Psycho Dave was telling us that he was going to get out there, and he's got one specific purpose in mind, right? Yes. And what is that? To get some <laughs> Hello to everybody on hold. What the hell is the matter with you? Hello, Clint. Hello, Shannon. Very nice. Very nice. Very good. Very good. Oh, by, by the way, boys, with this win, Psychopath is Jerry Jones. Wow. Okay. okay. A significant win there. Very significant. <laughs> Way to go, Psycho Dave. Dreams do come true. <laughs> E-break. All right. There's a win. Hey. Hey. Doggy dogs. Huh? This is a rip-off. I know. This is a rip-off. Yeah. It's because Snoop is more fun to vote for. Yeah. All right, it's a giggle. Here's Snoop Dogg trying to introduce the Foo Fighters and Chick Corea. Dig this. Yeah. I got a question for y'all, people. What happens when you put together one of Rock's most explosive bands with a groundbreaking jazz legend? We all gonna find out right about now. Here's something cool you only see here. Playing the number nine, what they nominated song. Times like three, what? A three times Grammy nominated. Foo Fighters. Well, 11 times Grammy nominated. Six for real. Check it out, John. He does two what? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I love Snoop. Well, Ben, I feel your pain because you got ripped. He did get ripped off. Thanks for calling Bob Hayes a living legend <laughs> this week. <laughs> Four swings to the club, four chances to win four brand new Volvos. TexasLending.com proudly presents the Volvo of Dallas Celebrity Golf Classic Friday, March 4th at the Tribute. Just so you know, the Volvo of Dallas Celebrity Golf Classic is not your run-of-the-mill golf scrim. Every portion plays with a celebrity, including the tickets Bob Sturm, Rick Arnett, Mark Friedman, and Craig Rosengart. In addition to over 20 active and former NFL players, including Robert Newhouse, Greg Hill, Mike Haynes, Billy White, Hughes Johnson, Willie Brown, Harold Carmichael, with more being added daily. 
And all four par threes at the Tribute will award a brand new Volvo if you nail a hole-in-one from Volvo of Dallas. Volvo, not just protecting your life, protecting your lifestyle. Because this tournament will fill up fast, now is the time to get your foursome signed up. For more, log on to theticket.com. Or to save $200 per foursome, sign up in Volvo of Dallas, I-35 in Frankfurt and Carrollton, where family men, tournament, and pairing party proceeds to benefit the Speedway Show Reach Charity and the Sports Professionals Foundation. Sponsored in part by Grand Monnier Liquor and presented by TexasLending.com, a different kind of mortgage company. Oh, here's the champagne, honey. Now I just need to find a bottle of Crown Royal. Honey, where's the Crown Royal? I need to make Jeff a drink. You must be out, honey. You're out of Crown? Here you go, Jeff. Whiskey and water. Uh, sorry, we're out of Crown. That's okay, Bob. I understand. Bob, I know it's early, but we gotta go. But you just got here. We could uh, we could only get a sitter for an hour. Sorry. Hey, uh, we've gotta go too, Bob. I think my wife's allergic to your cat. We don't have a cat. You must have seen the neighbor's cat outside. She's that allergic? But look at her crying. Something's causing that. Sorry, Bob. We've got to go, too. It's getting late, and Sunday morning church comes awfully early. But it's Friday night. Crown Royal Blended Canadian Whiskey, imported by the Crown Royal Company, Stanford, Connecticut. 40% alcohol by volume. Enjoy our quality responsibly. Don't drink if you're under 21. How could we run out of Crown, honey? Eh, we didn't run out. I'm just saving it for myself. But what are we going to do with all this food? Yeah, let me pour myself a Crown and uh, pass me the cocktail, Dallas County Community Colleges. It all be- 66 SBC Yahoo or visit sbc.com slash 1995. SBC. Going beyond the call. Taxes, other charges, and the Federal Universal Service Cost Recovery Fee Expo. For details of additional charges, restrictions, and requirements, call 1-866-654-7444. Toll free or visit sbc.com slash details. The Ticket. The first game of the NFL playoffs is the NFC Wild Card between the Rams and the Seahawks. Seahawks beat the Rams in both meetings earlier this season, and Rams coach Mike Martz says prior meetings don't tell the future. Having beaten this team twice has really little or no bearing at all on this game. You know, everything changes so drastically, so quickly from week to week. Play game is between the Chargers and the Jets. Coverage starts at 3 o'clock on Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. BJ Singh is playing in 2005 a lot like he did in 04. He shot an 8 under 65 in the second round to take a two-stroke lead at the Mercedes Championship. Mike Weir second, Ernie Els is third. Mavericks play the Pacers tonight, 7.30 at the AAC. This is the first meeting of the season between the Mavs and the Pacers. Pacers won both games last year. And the Dodgers will be the next team to Cowboy up. They signed former Botox pitcher Derek Lowe to a four-year, $36 million contract. Our next ticket ticker is at 10.30, breaking sports news first guarantee. I'm Layla, reminding you to remember the time you spend listening to The Rant, Saturday morning from 10 to noon on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. 
listen to Durant. This is now 2005. Your prediction failed. We all made it. Yeah, I yep. thought one of us wouldn't make it back. I almost did. <clears throat> but I didn't travel, so... Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. I thought you did. I thought you had a whole trip scheduled I was going Christmas to. and New Year's. I was going to. What and happened? then it was like a couple of days before, and I said, you know what? I just I want to stay home. And I stayed home. Are I you serious? So, yep. so you predicted the tsunami. What? How did that predict the tsunami? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I did stay home. So, uh, well, see, because that vacation is all intended to get me charged up for the new year. And um, and I just, there were things that were going on that I felt uh, sort of a calling to. Hey, I want you to look at this. I don't, I don't really care about you anymore, Gordon. Mm -hmm. see, if this is, see if this is real. The this tsunami is a, picture? Yeah. It's not. No. The the giant waves crashing over to the... Indonesia? Yeah. Not. No. Right. Now, Corby, you want to ask your tsunami question? I think you had one main question about the tsunami, and my one main question out of the tsunami is, um, you know, basically questioning the, the three qualities of God. I talked about that yesterday on the show. Is this a benevolent God and all-powerful God? But, Corby, you had a different question about the tsunami. Well, I, I had heard that it uh, that it hit... Um, hang on. No, that's not what you asked. What did he ask, Dave? Can I say it? I don't think you can use the words. He says it's jumping. Why? Now, I, have you, he asked, have you guys been... Corby, why are you telling him to dump it? Dump what? You don't want us to say what your one question about the tsunami was. Why did you say it if you didn't want us to repeat it? Shut up. If you don't want us to say it, we won't. Now, I go ahead and say it. Very, I, that, it's not, it was very insensitive. Okay, so why do, my question basically was, why, do, why don't bad things no, like that happen no, no, to the U.S.? No, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. It was, too. That was a weird, way, gonna, that was a weird way of asking it. I won't. Yeah, the way you phrased it was on form of that question. Which is, have y'all been doing something? Wait a second. What? Are you what? in trouble at home? Like at home you play Mr. Tsunami caring guy? Yeah, I agree with you, honey. It is. But no, but no animals oh, died in the tsunami. Yeah, no animals. So Julie doesn't care. Yeah, she doesn't care about the tsunami. She's much more worried about is McDonald's still serving chicken nuggets than she is 142,000. By the way, do you know about the benefit? Yeah, next week at the, the Renata. Yeah. No, that's the benefactor. <laughs> the benefit. <laughs> Mark Cuban is the benefit. So what's the, um, is this a PETA thing? What is this? No, there's a, uh, there's a tsunami relief concert at the uh, Granada Theater on Greenville next Saturday. It starts at 5, and it's like a dozen local bands, including Sorta, Danny's Band. They're still around? Yeah, and... uh Pleasant Grove and Jack Ingram and... Is Jack playing? I, I think I saw his name on a list. He did? Yeah. Okay, good. Did he's the uh, one... Death Ray Davies. Jack called last week trying to put something together, and um, this thing is already going on, so I think they yeah, I think put his name on there. Put everybody together. So it should, be, it should be a good time. It's going to be from like 5 to 2 in the morning. Have you all thought about... Thought about what? What you can do, you know? Like, 
I thought about this all over break, like what you can do to... All over break? <laughs> just this past break? To help these humans. They're dead. I don't know how much you can help them. The people that are still alive. What do you do when you're over here? You know, this is the worst thing that's ever happened in our lifetime. Hands down. Worse than 9-11? Yes. Oh, by a billion miles worse than 9-11. I don't know. I think 9-11 killed more Americans. That's right. That's a really bad way to look at things. <clears throat> no. Yes, yeah, so far, this is the worst thing that's happened in our lifetime. And I want to know why you trivialized it by asking the question you did. You want to know what question I asked? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Without it being dumped. Coming up next on the ticket. Listen three times as much as the next guy when you dial in to Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. We're Dallas Fort Worth's original all sports station at 1310 AM, 1700 AM, and 104.1 FM. The Ticket Ticker delivers up to the minute sports news about our teams and our town three times an hour at 10, 30, and 50. Breaking sports news first guaranteed. Interviews with big name guests from the guys that live here, work here, and go to the games here. Donovan Miller, Norm Hitchin, Bad Radio and the hard line, plus the P1 wild-ass circuit at night. Live, local, and... Miller Lite presents Mardi Gras, Texas style. The bees will be flying, the music will be loud, and strictly Texas country. Cross-Canadian Ragweed, Jason Bowen and the Stradways, Gary Allen, and more. Two days, February 4th and 5th. Buy tickets now at Kroger Food Store in Chile or online at MardiGrasDSW.com. Mardi Gras, Texas style, presented by Miller Lite. Less filling and half the carbs of Bud Light. Kroger Food Stores and your friendly Vina. It's the Tickets E-Brake Classics. Oh, we have a All right, here's the great Gordo and overclapping yesterday and just being a general distraction. I spent a very nice half hour with the person saying, okay, now punch the satellite thing again. Uh, now, go up to Channel 4. Okay, now go back to Channel 3. That's frustrating. Okay, get up and unplug it. You know, and I think, ooh, that's not easy these days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Wow. Oh, my God. George just charged Gordon, and Gordon ran into the TV situation and knocked down the clocks. And Oh, like y'all ever pay attention to the clock anyway. Oh my Good line, Jer. Oh, engineering is going to kill all of you. I didn't do anything. E-break. That is a win for Samantha Stewart, who did not know she was on the air, and she certainly didn't know her weird phone conversation aired instead of traffic. This Tuesday on the hard line, the winner of the emergency break of the week. Right now, it's time for a of the ticket sticking up to tailpipe traffic with Samantha. There's nothing, uh, you know, no reason, you know, for anybody to be doing this to me. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just, something's got to be done. I don't want to end up dead. For <laughs> Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Boy, man, that is so good. That's and how about Expo putting the music way down so you could hear it? Right. <laughs> and, and then Expo bailing out on the word dead. Yeah. 
I'm going to end up dead. It's so funny the way you can hear it. Grab the mic, towards her, and then listen for a second to hear her music, and then she goes, oh! Four swings of the club, four chances to win four brand new Volvos. TexasLending.com proudly presents the Volvo of Dallas Celebrity Golf Classic Friday, March 4th at the Tribute. Just so you know, the Volvo of Dallas Celebrity Golf Classic is not your run-of-the-mill golf script. Every foursome plays with a celebrity, including the tickets Bob Sturm, Rick Arnett, Mark Friedman, and Craig Rosengart. In addition to over 20 active and former NFL players, including Robert Newhouse, Greg Hill, Mike Haynes, Billy White, Hughes Johnson, Willie Brown, Harold Carmichael, with more being added daily. And all four par threes at the Tribute will award a brand-new Volvo if you nail a hole-in-one from Volvo of Dallas. Volvo, not just protecting your life, protecting your lifestyle, because this tournament will fill up fast. Now is the time to get your foursome signed up. For more, log on to theticket.com. Or to save $200 per foursome, sign up in Volvo Dallas, I-35 in Frankfurt and Carrollton, where family men, tournament, and pairing party proceeds to benefit the Speedway Children's Charity and the Sports Professionals Foundation. Sponsored in part by Grand Monier Liquor and presented by TexasLending.com, a different kind of mortgage company. And welcome back to Crown Eye for the Sports Guy, the show that makes over some 41 stomach style. Let's see how the Crown Crew is doing. Look, we understand you like sports, but posters of your favorite teams, thumbtacks to the walls, let us give you one word of advice. Frames! But on to the most important part, your liquor cabinet. Let's see what you've got. Uh, you know, the usual. Bourbon, gin, scotch. Throw them all out. There's only hey. one thing you need. Crown Royal. But what will I serve my friends? If they've got real taste, they'll want the Crown Royal. And if you're a real friend, you'll only serve Crown. Yeah, but what do I serve a date? Till we fix this place up, your best bet is to order Crown Royal at your favorite watering hole. But once you get the mattress off the floor and replace those milk crates with a real table, nothing will look better on that table than a tumbler of Crown Royal. Crown Royal Blended Canadian Whiskey, imported by the Crown Royal Company, Stanford, Connecticut. 40% alcohol by volume. Enjoy our quality responsibly. Don't drink if you're under 21. Crown Royal, on the rocks, with ginger ale, with a splash. When you're ready for your makeover, make yours Crown Royal. TV, keeping the world in perfect motion. I'm Layla White, Air Stamp. Here like Dallas more these days. Next on the Ticket Ticker. Hey, if you're depressed that maybe you're one year older now that the New Year is here, that doesn't make any sense, though, because I'm going to deal with their birthdays, like, right now. Well, I guess some do. It's really not the point, though. If you're looking for some good food, check out the Metropolitan downtown. A lot of people don't even know that there is a downtown in Dallas. Well, there is. Main Street's built itself up. Uh, all throughout there, there's little restaurants, there's bars, uh, there's great parking. There's valet parking right by the Metropolitan. And if you hit there... If you hit it there, then um, you got lucky. But if you go to the restaurant, you're going to uh, experience one of the absolute best meals that you've ever had. It's steaks, seafood, and cocktails. Uh, the steaks and seafood are absolutely wonderful. The uh, bar, it's a scene all to itself. Just go check it out, hang out there, have a couple beers, maybe watch a Maverick game. Sit there and eat the crab cake sandwich, which is my absolute favorite thing. Hey, Darby! I'm Metropolitan Guy. How are you? I'm their spokesman. Oh, really? Yeah! <laughs> Well, what do you have to say? Man, go there, because you will. Take it from Metropolitan, man. The Metropolitan is pretty kick-ass. It's off Main Street, uh, downtown Dallas. Give it a shot down there. You'll enjoy it. Caddy Corner, Neiman Marcus, in the heart of downtown Dallas. What? Metropolitan. Hey, talk to me, Corby. What are you doing? God. What are you doing, you old boy? You talk to Grego? You ever talk to him? Woo-hoo! I am country! Ticket. 
play the Pacers tonight at 7.30 at the AAC. Eric Dampier will likely start at center tonight, and he says he's growing into his role with the team. Well, you know, I just go out and play. You know, I, I don't even worry about that. You know, uh, anything can happen in this, in this game. Uh, every game is not a given. You know, you got to go out and work hard. You're a damn here on with Donovan Miller on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Tons of NFL football today on The Ticket. The first game is between the Rams and the Seahawks. Seattle won the NFC West, even though they lost both meetings against the Rams. And the late game is the Jets taking on the Chargers. This is the Chargers' first division title since 1994. By the way, they went on to play the 49ers in the Super Bowl that year. Coverage all starts at 3 o'clock today on the ticket. The Patriots will be without cornerback Ty Law for the rest of the season. Law has a broken foot. And the Cowboys fire offensive line coach George Warhop. Warhop came from the Arizona Cardinals after the 2003 season. He had one year left on his contract. That's the ticket ticker, a service of Wendy's. Now, Wendy's, when you order a combo meal, you can get your choice of a baked potato, side salad, small chili, or fries. And no extra cost. Wendy's, it's better here. Our next ticket ticker is at 10.50. Breaking sports news first, guaranteed. I'm Layla, reminding you to remember the time you spend listening to The Rant. Saturday morning from 10 to noon, Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. When breaking sports news breaks, we'll break in. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. question of his own there during the break. We'll get to his in just a moment. It's 1034 on Sports Radio 13. the ticket. You're listening to Rant. I'm Gordon Keith along with Cor- Corby Davidson and David Lane. We're your Rant players for 2005. We've returned for another year. Oh, Could be the last year. year. We were going to have a new cast for the Rant in 2005, but it didn't work out. Who was the new cast? I, I don't know. You were going to have to ask Ticket Casting who they were going to get for the show. Ticket casting. Hey, All why right. did they... So, Corby... Oh, my God. Sugarman died. Who? Who? Uh, Jim Morrison's little puppet back in the day. Huh. You guys know who Danny Sugarman is? He wrote uh, No One Here Gets Out Alive, the famous Doors book, and... Uh, that was Jerry Hopkins, I thought, wrote that. No? Oh, he co-wrote it, I guess. With Jerry Hopkins, right? I don't know. I just always knew Danny Sugarman was the, the inside track there. He was the one that was Morrison's friend. He was like his little buddy. His little, he was like 13 when he met Morrison. Morrison took shine to him and always had him running errands for him and hanging out with him and the band and everything. It was really weird. I think Jim Morrison is the most overrated figure in rock and roll. No, Janis Joplin is. I agree with that. Does anyone ever rate her? Yeah. Rate? What? Rate. Rate. Uh-huh. Yes, people think that she's genius. I don't get that at all. I don't either, man. I've never understood I've never it. seen Janis Joplin as part of the cult of personality that Jim Morrison has. Are you no. kidding? Not to, not to that degree. What think you about say? you in college, Corby. You're all... He's not even dead. I mean, he's, think of all the crap that people do to try to deify him. Oh, yeah. I've never seen that with Janis Joplin. No. You know why? Because I think girls... Don't buy into it, and guys, why would they buy into a, a female rock singer when they can relate more to the? He was a shaman. You know what? <laughs> yeah, he was a shaman. He cheated death. He mastered. <laughs> he rode that spirit. Do you know what the lizard king means? Yeah. He wouldn't give in to death. Oh, I bought into it all. I wanted to be him so bad. I just don't understand. He, 
the spirit of the Indian entered him when right. he saw the Indian die on the side of the road when he was nine. Right. He became that Indian. His soul was the Indian. Uh, what does this have to anyway, Danny, the tsunami question. Danny Sugarman, I, I'm not. I don't want to do the tsunami question. You tease I know. I, I'm sorry to all of America, but I'm not going to ask it. You asked if everyone was pleasuring themselves oh, as much had, as you were. You're right. He has lung cancer. He had about lung cancer. the. That's totally what he asked. That is what you asked. It's not. And it's sick. Disgusting. I hope your wife knows that you asked that. I, I think that Corby's on a short leash for 2005. I think that's the new that's Davidson the new resolution. resolution. Yeah. The Davidson household resolution. Now, like, there were all these pictures over here of the tsunami victims, and then there was a picture of a, a guy who had shot a like a 20-point buck in San Antonio, and Corby just all he could get enraged about was, look at that guy killing that deer. Man, that, that's the kind of stuff that makes me think this world is sick. He's a bad father. I never said he was a bad father. Yes, you did. He did say that. You did say that. I did not. I said, I don't care if he... G Gordon brought up the picture of some guy who just shot a deer. And I was like, I wouldn't hang out with that guy. No, you were you violently reacted against him. I said, I wouldn't hang out with him. You had all the said, tsunami stuff to react against, but you said, your typical mind just goes right over to the and you said, hunting no, issue. You said, that's someone's father. And I said, I don't care if he's someone's father. That doesn't... You know how many deadbeat loser fathers there are out there that don't even pay one ounce of attention to their kids? That means zero to me. He may be a very good father. Well, I know, but I'm just saying that doesn't that doesn't mean you don't anything. care if he's a good father. No, I you do. You would still kill him because no, I he would, kills I, I would not kill him. He's not a guy that I'd want to come over to my house and hang out and stuff. How do you know? What if he's you've never met him? If he has good weed, yeah. Just get his email address. Look at that guy. He's like 80 anyway. I'm not going to hang out with that guy. So if you had a choice between googlemail.com. So if you had a choice between running over him with your car or one of your dogs, which do you I would think? hit my dog. I've already gone over that. But your wife, you don't know what her answer would be. No, she would hit she would hit the dogs too. You have to you have to go all the way down to homeless. Okay. Jeez. Okay, if Julie could take a Glock to the side of Ray, uh, Jordan and uh, Lo, uh, Lola? Mm-hmm. And kids are those? Those Rick's kids? No. Oh. They're dogs. Jordan and Lola. And cap them both in the head. Uh-huh. In order to reverse the tsunami tragedy. <laughs> of course would she would. I don't think... I think this is Corby talking on the air as if she... Of course you would do that. Absolutely. Well, who wouldn't do that? I had to answer that on the air. You know I had to answer that on the air. You know they put me in an impossible situation. I would kill either one of you right now to re to reverse the tsunami. If I had the choice, if, if you knew if you knew you weren't going to go to prison, yes. Like what I would, you, what I would let you sacrifice me right now if the tsunami could be reversed. You both could kill me. But you know that that's an impossibility, so that's why you're laying it out there. Well, no, what if you knew you'd go to prison? What if I knew I'd go to prison? Yeah, you for the rest of your you life. kill me and then you serve life in prison, but the tsunami never happened. I think you would have to do that. I think we'd all have to do that. All right. Here's one for you. Wouldn't would you guys, you... Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wouldn't you guys do that? No. No. You're, you're for real. I true. I really and truly didn't know anyone who died there. <laughs> no, here, here's... This is a, a better one. Like, none of my high school was even there, so totally no. <laughs> no. 
would you take the rap in a child molestation, child killer case? I would do anything, yes. Yes. To, to, re save the, to reverse the tsunami. Yes. Okay. So you're in prison for the rest of your life as, as a child molester slash killer. Right. And everyone hates you for the rest of your life. Yeah. And but no one even knew the tsunami what was going to happen or anything. But you reversed it. And so you God, alone basically, has that God comes down and says, "Look, here's the deal. Right? There's going to be a tsunami that's going to kill potentially up to three hundred thousand. No, but then again, God doesn't even. It's somehow revealed to you, but you don't know if God is really in on this and is going to really reward you. You don't even know if there's a God. Yeah, you still have to do it. And then what if one of the uh, See, if I ever get busted for a horrible crime, I'm going to claim that I did it to reverse to reverse to reverse something that happened. That's essentially like never saying happened. before World War II, someone comes down and says, "Okay, um, you know, you're going to be convicted as a child molester and a rapist and everything else in order to save the what six million Jews that Hitler killed." Would you do that? Sure, you would. But what if you reverse? What if you do that? What if you go to jail as a child killer and molester? And you reverse the tsunami, it actually works, and then one of the victims of the tsunami turns out to be the Indonesian Hitler. All right. Then what do you do? Boy, now, there's a good question. The Indonesian Hitler. With the mustache and everything? <laughs> I mean, you don't, you don't mess with fate, Corby. Okay, would Julie kill 142,000 innocent little loving animals, puppies, to save each one of the lives of the tsunami. Sure. Strangle them with her bare hands. <laughs> yeah. She has to kill them like uh, John Malkovich did in Of Mice and Men. Just kind of retarded kill them. What is that? What is that? Where you don't know your own strength and you just kind of... <clears throat> kind of hitting the, the dog over the head, you know, and that's how retarded people sound? No, God, that was not, no. All right. Hmm. Uh, let's go to Randy. You're on Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. How y'all guys doing? Fine. Hey, I would, I would, if I didn't go to jail, and I knew I wasn't going to jail, I would kill Corby even if it wouldn't reverse the tsunami. Oh, okay. Well, that's, <laughs> that's a good that's point. Giving. That's thoughtful. Thank you. Very giving of you. Thank, thank you, sir. A lot of P1s, thank you. <laughs> you want to go ahead and explain the uh, motion you just made to the television? What was that? I didn't, I wasn't watching. Well, they were showing say. some, um, some uh, footage of Southeast Asia. And you made a motion to the TV. What's that? I don't know. Like you were somehow making out with the scene. <laughs> what? I don't know. I, 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 don't, understand. I don't understand where Corbin's well, going with really this joke. I, I'm having a hard time it's even not, playing it's along. It's not really a joke. It was just odd how you stood up and your middle finger was going back and forth at a rapid pace. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Hi, on Sports Radio 13, 10, the ticket. Uh, yeah, this is uh, Dallas Community College. Uh, I don't really appreciate those uh, commercials, Dave. I don't know what you're talking about. 
Oh, you know. Did you do gay tri- P triple C? Gay triple what? P triple C. P. Oh. Dot com. I don't understand, Dave. Did you do some commercials for community college? I had, I had other sources of income, yes. Okay. You did? What did you do? Did you write some funny ones? No, I didn't write anything. Did you voice the Dallas Community College? Yeah, spot? I voiced the spot. For the ticket? No, for, for Dallas Community for College. For the client. Where's it running? Everywhere. Well, hell, I haven't heard them yet. <laughs> Everywhere. How do you, what is your, what are your lines? Hey, I went back to school. No, it's not a... And I'm adopted. It's not a testimonial. Oh. They'll take anyone. <laughs> <laughs> they even take adopted kids. <laughs> call Thanks, now. Dallas Community College. <laughs> if you're anything but homeless, call now. Oh, my. Oh, my. All right, coming up next, you want to take another phone call? That's a horrible tease. No, I'm saying right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your finger's on the... What? What are you talking about? Go ahead, take one. I don't have to. Go! you have a tease? No! Oh, you're on the ticket. Yes, I was wondering if I could ask uh, Gordon a question. Yes, you're on the air. Hey, Gordon, would you would you take um, have cancer to reverse the tsunami? How bad is the cancer? Like, is it just, if, if it's... It's widespread all over your body. If it's just skin cancer, then no. Then your eyes are falling out and all kinds of stuff. Like let's, say like that you have, let's say that you have to have a benign mole removed from your arm in order to save the lives of everyone. Does it hurt when they take off moles? It's, all, it's no anesthetic. It leaves a scar on your face. No, 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 on his arm. No, it's on it's on your cheek and it leaves a scar. Like a little, does it look like seal afterwards? Like a little, no. little tiny button scar. Man, you know, that's an impossible question. <laughs> No one can answer that until they're in that situation. Coming up next, we bust Layla on her spread in a local magazine. Uh, oh, yeah. The NFL playoffs go on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket this weekend. Today, while you're running all around and doing stuff, the Rams take on the Seahawks at 3, followed by the New York Jets and the San Diego Chargers. Tomorrow at noon, the Broncos battle the Colts. Then the Vikings are in Green Bay to play the Pack. Don't let the honeydews do you wrong. Get them done while listening to every playoff game every weekend through Super Bowl. Miller Lite presents Mardi Gras, Texas Science. The bees will be flying. The music will be loud and strictly Texas country. Cross Canadian Ragweed, Jason Bowen and the Stragglers, Gary Allen, and more. Two days, February 4th and 5th. Buy tickets now at Croker Food Store, Gillies, or online at MardiGrasDSW.com. Mardi Gras Texas style, presented by Miller Lite. Less filling and half the carbs of Bud Light. Croker Food Stores and your friendly Vina. E-break classics. Rest. She needs more West. I think no, Mariah has been acting very, very silly lately. No. <laughs> I think Mariah Carey is having problems now because she had too much sex early in life. Don't stop the music and don't you guys lay out. <laughs> you know this is true. She gained what? stardom at an early age. And she had lots of sex. All right. How do we know that that's true? 
Gosh. I think That's I made another weird, valid junior. point there. No. That's just crazy talk. Okay. It is. All right. We need crazy crazy junior junior talk. Back we'll, that see, up. we'll see when she does that Barbara Walters interview and she gives that as the reason for why she's so messed up now. Um, I think I had too much sex when I was young. <laughs> E-break classic. His first win, Wow! playing a very inappropriate drop while the hard line, or now as they've become known the headline, visiting with Rafael Palmero. All right, now on the spectrum of those activities that go on on the plane, where do you fit in? What did you do last night? I just sat on my chair and uh, just, I tried to go to sleep, but I couldn't. It was one of those. Play with it. <laughs> I apologize for that. <laughs> what was that? No, no, don't worry Fight about through it. it. Fight through it, okay? Okay, okay. Well, I, I didn't do much. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think Rafi's giggle is the funniest part of that whole thing. Hey, you know who I, I have a feeling is responsible for that more than Expo is Danny. You think big, so? big, dumb, tall, stringy Danny. You think Danny ordered that drop? Yeah, he orders so many drops, and he orders all the most inappropriate ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, Expo pulled the trigger. Yep. Yep. So Expo wins the emergency break of the week. Congratulations to him. Appliance in business in North Texas for over 50 years. Go to stoneappliance.com. Come in right now to Red Lobster and we'll satisfy your cravings for jumbo shrimp for just $11.99. Imagine jumbo shrimp scampi sizzling hot with that intoxicating aroma of melted butter and garlic. Tender and decadent. Or indulge your craving for jumbo coconut shrimp with that tropical flavor locked in those crispy coconut flakes. Served with a sweet pina colada dipping sauce. Or you can lose yourself in a plate of tender jumbo crunch fried shrimp. Hand-breaded, served crispy, hot, and crunchy with our irresistible, melt-in-your-mouth, warm Cheddar Bay biscuits. Baked fresh every 10 minutes and a fresh salad for $11.99. This is not just a night out. This is not just a meal. This is a jumbo craving satisfied. A full-fledged, mouth-watering reward. This is jumbo shrimp, the way only Red Lobster can do it. The ticket. The Mavericks take on the Pacers tonight at the AAC. Texas Landing Cow and Booth Eye Care Center bring you the ticker. Mavs are 21 and 10 on the season, and Jerry Stackhouse says the team will see some tough games coming up. The real test is coming for us in the, in the next week or so when we got the Indianas and the San Antonios. I mean, those are the teams that we got to get over the hump with. So mentally, in our mind, when it comes down to a playoff series, we, we feel that we can win the game. Tip off is at 7.30. Make sure you check out the Dallas Mavericks post-game show on the ticket following the game. VJ Singh is starting 2005, about like he finished 2004. He leads the Mercedes Championship by two strokes after two rounds. Mike Weir is second, and Ernie Els is third. He's at minus 12 for the tournament. There's an NFL doubleheader today on Sports Radio 1310. The ticket, two wild card games this afternoon. The 9-7 and seven Seahawks play the 8-8 Rams in the NFC game. And the late game is the AFC featuring the Jets and the Chargers. Jets are 10 and 6, while the Chargers are 12 and 4. Coverage starts at 3 o'clock right here on the ticket. Our next ticket ticker is at 11:10. Breaking sports news first, guaranteed. I'm Layla, reminding you to remember the time you spend listening to the Rams Saturday morning from 10 to noon on Sports Radio 1310. The ticket. KTTK Dallas Fort Worth. KTBK Sherman Denison. KTBK Sanger. Sizzle this on your medulla. 
Gentleman Miller will make a major announcement about tickets for the Cash America Charity Challenge on Ice 8 this Monday morning at 7.35 on Sports Radio 1310. The Ticket. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Now, Dave, you asked an interesting question of Corby. You want to tell everyone what you asked of Corby? Well, Corby said that he warped Julie just last night. Uh-huh. Whatever that means. Uh-huh. And I just wondered if, if warping ever brings on the cloud. Why are you looking at the board operator? What is going on? So tired. Okay. Dave, will you please tell me if I'm crazy, okay? But does Corby seem more tense than ever about what goes out over the air? and so put out with us. Who Who is... Who are you trying to... I'm not trying to do anything. You anything goes Corby. No, I was never Everything anything goes. You hold on to the mic, just trying to ride the whole show out. And okay. Always motioning right. for the yeah. dump button. All right. What is going on? There's nothing going on. So I find that humor funny. You're just so much more tense than you used to be. Are you just trying to mature? Is that what you're doing? I would like to think so. That that's one of my New Year's resolutions is to mature. Well, Dave is the one being immature. Now, what's your question again? When he's that when he is warping, warping his wife, does that ever bring on the cloud? What is that? What does that mean? You know what it means. No, I don't. It's why you had a big exhaust fan installed in your house. I didn't have a big exhaust fan installed in my home. Am I right? Are you asking if I toot during lovemaking? Not sure. Not you. Her? Is that what you're asking? I don't know, am I? It sounds like it. I'm asking you what you're asking. Okay, well, fair enough. That's what I'm asking. No, I don't think so. Well, good. But you did say that you have, that you, Corby, have gone air potty when doing that before. Sure. Sure. Isn't that a rite of passage? Well, I don't think so. All right. Do you want to talk about the cloud suite or not? Yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> Corby had to get a bathroom added on to his house because he was so tired of walking into what... Oh, my God! <laughs> All right, so we... What? <laughs> you can ask me nicely. I'll, I'll, I'll respect your wishes, Corby. I just don't know where the real line is with you and where... Is... Okay, where's the real line with you when it comes to something you don't want to talk about? Well, I think it's pretty well known because you guys don't ever talk about things I don't want to talk about. But I can't tell if you're kidding here or if you're being real. We have talked about this a hundred times, and I'm about to bring up something that you don't want to talk about right now. Tampons are amazing. <laughs> Right there. 
So well, in, what, you, in what context you keep you up, that? You keep up the line of questioning right no, here. I, no, 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 no. Okay. You keep I'm, up the line of questioning, right. and then I'm going to go somewhere where you both don't want to go. Okay? I want to so know what the threat is. I'll start with you. Okay. Okay. What do you think that you don't what the, What do you <clears> think it is? And you think that's on par with the cloud? No, I'm just saying it's something that, that I don't want to talk about that I think is stupid. And I'm saying and then that it's I, something that, that you don't want to, that I know something that you don't want to talk about that I respected that right. I don't talk about, right? Right. But my question is... No, is, there's no more questioning. No, Corby, it's, it's very... It's very Stop, you're it's getting very, so angry, but I, I'm trying to tell you... No, I'm saying... My point is, I, if you tell me... I, that, I, hey, I've told, is, Gordon, I've told you a hundred times. A but, hundred but, but then, like, times. the next week, you'll make some illusion or joke about it, and I go, well, maybe... Not on okay. the air. Not on the air. I think I thought you did do it. No, I didn't. Okay. Sincere Gordon, I didn't. Okay, it's officially off limits. Okay. For 2005, no more sweet jokes. Okay. Good. Because I swear to God, right now, as both of you as my witness... Not God as your witness, but both of us. Yes. That next time something is brought up like that, you're both going down. Both of you. Why are you turning on us? We're your because, friends. In no, this you're situation. not. No, oh, yeah, you're my friend. You're so vengeful. You I'm are. Just saying. You're so worked up. I don't. I, me. It's not. It's not her. It's me. It's me. I'm tired of it. Tired of what? I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Okay. It's. <sighs> All right, Dave. Let me talk to you for a second. Okay. Was Corby always this stressed out? No. It's like a year and a half ago or so, you just started getting more and more stressed out and under pressure, and you get you have this anger. No, I, I don't have I don't have this anger. <laughs> you do have an anger problem. Oh, I have an anger problem? Compared Look to you? you. Look at you. Compared to you or you, I have an anger problem. When do I ever get angry? I never get angry. Ever. You're angry right now. You're yelling at us right that. now. Because I've asked you a million times, both of you, like, hey, let's just not talk about that. And then you keep bringing it up. Right? Not. Don't look at me. What do you mean don't look at you? Just don't look at me. You know I have an anger problem. <laughs> I mean, God, what is it going to take? This is what it's going to take. The me threatening the you fire two. with fire. Me yes, me threatening you two with stuff that you you have such you know hidden secrets that you don't want brought out, and then all I ask is like, hey, that's stupid. First off, so let's not talk about it because there's no defense for me that would that could stop that. We could we could defuse your threat by by what a counter threat. Well, go ahead. Fine. You, you want so it all out there on the table. Yeah, you want to start just an all-out war of releasing of information. Yeah, I don't. It's the point. <laughs> I mean, who does that benefit? No one. Not, none of us. None of us. Obviously. <clears throat> I mean, you go to the great length is, is to keep some things secret, which, right. I, which I respect. But, which I totally respect. But the difference is, is, like, a lot of mine is for security reasons and... You're like, okay, man, you say that, I'm just going to give your home address on the no, air. No, it's not. And give, it, it, you has know, it has nothing to do with your home and... address. It has nothing to do with your home address. Nothing to do with that. I would never do that. Never. Why wouldn't I'm you? not that. It sounds Why like wouldn't to me, I? It sounds like to me you're saying, hey, oh, no holds barred if you guys say it again. No, I'm just saying. I've asked you nicely. 
And now I'm not asking you nicely. And my whole point with this whole thing is if you ask me nicely and I know you're serious, then okay. What do I have to do to be serious? Not joke do I have about to, it. Do you, you send you a, a form letter that's notarized? I would appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, God. Put it in your files? Yes. It just, it's odd to me because, I mean, the stuff that Dave is, is uh, you know, private about, the stuff that I'm private about, they seem to do more legitimate things than basically a... A, a joke? Yeah, a joke thing. I mean, right, it's but it's a tired joke that I don't want to talk about. So you're turning into Rick Arnett. Yeah. It is very similar to that. Yeah, which I don't have a problem with that either. Well, he was tired about Okay. All right? Yes. Okay. But like I said, you could have just asked me off the air, just let me know, hey, listen, I'm, I'm serious about this. It causes problems in my marriage. It doesn't even cause, <laughs> it doesn't even cause problems. I mean, what's the problem? Because I'm tired of it. I am tired of it, okay? It causes no problems. No, but it's, it's ridiculous to, to sit there and, and uh, for me to try to defend it or not defend it either way. And potentially, yeah, like if I came home and, and she's like, what are you talking about? What are they talking about? When she can't defend herself, do I bring up your wife ever? No. Okay. Do I bring up your wife? But I made it a real point.